Roscoe, you won't believe it. Okay. Uh, good morning to you too, <laughs> Roscoe. Fine. What are you trying to tell me? I was just given the next few days off of work, and, and okay, breathe. <laughs> Deep breath, Barry. Why did you take the next few days off of work? Because I'm going for the record. Okay. Well, what record is this? The record for longest ticket attack. Roscoe, you know the record belongs to Charles Osborne, and I would need 68 years to beat that. Not a few days, okay? All right, fine. What record are you setting? Then? Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I finally got Zelda Breath of the Wild, and <laughs> and you want to set the record for the time it takes to beat it? Yes. <laughs> fine, but please use the restroom this time. I'll be back to check on you tonight. Zelda. Barry, how you doing, bud? Bear? Barry, you can't hear me. Let me get those head. Barry, are you still playing? Yes. How long has it been? 15 hours, 27 minutes, 25 seconds, uh, 30 seconds. What is the record? 18 hours, 26 minutes, 27.55 seconds. Are you close? Yes. Oh my, Barry, did you really drink all these Slurpees? Yes. How did you get them? Carl. What? How? Uh, never mind. Don't you have to use the restroom? Yes, badly. Well, let's go. No. Barry, not this again. You know what happened last no. time? No. Barry. No. Fine. Have you eaten? No. That's it. You're going to the restroom. I'll open the door for you so you can run. I will close my eyes so you can pull it out early. Um, I had it by a few minutes. Good. All right, run. Let me clean up some of these slurpees. Shit! What was that? Roscoe? are back busters browns busters browns <laughs> y'all are fucked y'all are fucked yeah. oh 22 cuckoos 23 sir oh 23 cuckoos how many cuckoos y'all own no, not man. one <laughs> y'all are fucked y'all are fucked he ain't wrong <laughs> he ain't wrong <laughs> what's the last one you brought me chocolate 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 fucking daddy <laughs> <laughs> maybe promise 10,000 units to chocolate motherfucking daddy my favorite part is when he's like, throw your phone in my office. This is a new phone. Throw your phone in my office. He just turns and chucks it. <laughs> <laughs> he lets it go, man. No, he freaking whips it. Yeah. Like a dick crawl. <laughs> I quote that, that scene specifically more than I should. 
and you and buddy Josh at work get it every time and laugh. Yeah. No one else. Yeah, I get proud of those units. Proud, proud of the fucking one of those units. units. I've seen one of those units. <laughs> 22 cuckoos. Uh, 23, sir. <laughs> 23 cuckoos. How many cuckoos y'all own? Not one. Not one. <laughs> y'all are fucked. Y'all are fucked. He ain't wrong. <laughs> he ain't wrong. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to How Do We Get Here podcast. I am the host, Justin Reyes. I am the host, Brad Reyes. Reyes. This is the co-host, Justin Reyes. Host Justin Reyes. Co-host, co-host, co-host Brad, Brad Reyes. Reyes. Co-host, Justin Reyes. Yeah, September 4th, henceforth known as co-host day. Uh, September 4th. Being me and Coop. Coop had September nothing to do with that. You can't your names on that. Listen to the last episode. Coop, the one that said it first. No. I stamped it. No, he, he said co-signed August 6th. It. No, no, September 4th. He said hence August 6th. Hence forth. Hence Fourth yeah. known August as Co-host Day. Yeah, September fourth. Henceforth, September fourth. Henceforth, September fourth. Co-host Day. October sixth. <laughs> August sixth. Damn it! <laughs> I quit the show <laughs> for the eighty-fifth time. We are doing the show. We are brothers. Yes, uh, Justin Reyes and Brandon Reyes. Host goes and. <laughs> At least I didn't poop my pants yesterday. I didn't poop it yesterday. Not yesterday. That was good yesterday. Clean draws. <laughs> clean yesterday. Draws. Clean <laughs> draws. I ain't even white. Just pulled my draws up. Like, end of the day, so clean. <laughs> I'll bring my wife in right now. She'll certify it. She'll certify it. <laughs> Put a stamp on it. Yeah. <laughs> clean draws. Also, for $5 just to lie. Yep. <laughs> January 26, 2023, clean draws day. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> me, me too. Me, 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 <laughs> me too. <laughs> Yo, Tom Yen. <laughs> I, I as well, sir. I, I also had the draws that were uh, were clean. No doo doo streaks on these on these these ones. <laughs> We gotta call up Alexis, verify that. Call, call, call her. <laughs> call, I challenge you. Yeah. Call her. No one, no one, no one, <laughs> no one. Both our wives, they may just say that we didn't just for just to clown on us. Yeah, 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 yeah. they might. Yeah, they might. I had a Gabby um, would for sure. Fifty mm. fifty shot with Alexis. Hundred mm-hmm, percent mm-hmm. shot with the Gab. I, I would say uh, seventy five to eighty. I'd say ninety two percent shot with Gabriella's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At 50, I'd say 60 40 with mm-hmm. Alexis. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. They love us, though. They love us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least what we tell ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so, this in this show, we get a little weird in the beginning. Hey. That is Light Skies Arizona, our little bits that we put together. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. We worked hard on them. That one, we did. That one was fun. That one was funny. That it was a. That was the first Light Skies episode that our co host, Justin, wrote. <laughs> The host, Justin Rope. The yes. co-host, Justin yes. Rope. Host, Justin Rope. There was the first episodus <laughs> that Justin Modis yes. wrote Asadis. Yeah, that's the first one I wrote. I thought it was funny. I thought it was really that's pretty good. I thought it hit both characters on the head. It, 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 I think you did better, on better for Barry than you did Roscoe. I did. I wrote for better for, better for Barry. And I write better for Roscoe. Oh, it's weird. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to go back and listen to them back from the backpack episode to now, during the backpack episode, the intro, we talk more about what Light Skies is and what we're hoping to accomplish. With I still it. think that the, the 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 Jethro and Charles, like I guess it's not Charles' first episode, but his second episode mm-hmm. and Risto's first episode is still the funniest one. 
I enjoy any episode with Coop in it. Dude, so it's but it's hilarious. He punches. <laughs> you just punch the fucking Brad, dude. Yeah. That's a story from <laughs> Coop himself. Yeah. Like, no, obviously not like he was trying to sell one of those kangaroo rats. No, it, like, obviously we embellished Hollywood, Hollywood eyes. Yeah, story, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But he was, I think he was deployed. Yeah. And one of them was hopping around and people were freaking out. And so he freaking just. It wasn't a kangaroo rat, but. Cold cocked it. It was, send a, it, across it was the, some sort of rodent. I can't remember yeah, what it was. A, a bouncing, jumping rodent. So yeah, maybe, maybe it was. I, I, it made me think of the kangaroo rat. Mm-hmm. It was the the. It was just more uh, yeah. weird. Coop's got crazy. some wild stories. Coop has some wild stories. He opened up a little bit more in the last episode. I think the yeah. next time we get him on, where he's gonna open up even more. Yeah, and we're gonna get some stories yeah. out of him. Yeah, 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 we're gonna get we're gonna get mm-hmm. some things in mm-hmm. him and out of him. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna milk him for all he's worth. <laughs> <laughs> That was always a blast to have Koopa Scoop on. Oh, yeah. uh, last episode, we finished up. Cal- it was like the time. Time. How we keep time? Time. We did clocks, watches, and then calendars, calendarios. What's that? What's that song from Just Friends? Uh, forgiveness. Forgiveness oh. is more than saying sorry. So, no, what is she saying? Time, it's like, time, 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 time. But all Bonnoey, you know? <laughs> it's a ridiculous movie. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on the socials of medias if you like what you hear and you want to see more of us on the Instagrams on Instagrams at how did we pod yeah at yep. Brandon Bro ninety four mm-hmm. at Justy Reyes find us all over justyreyes.com to find more content including my yeah. other podcast with my beautiful wife Gabriella's my beautiful daughter Scarlett's don't go to justaholes.com okay nope Justy Reyes you'll you'll I mean unless you're into that sort of thing yep. Uh, it will be in the episode description. <laughs> you can also email us at any time. We would love to hear from all of you. HTWGHpod1 at gmail.com. You don't have to remember that. Just go to the episode description. It'll be there. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, go down, leave us a written review. We know we get steady listens. We don't get very many written reviews. Just go write one. It takes yeah. you five seconds to write a written review on Apple Podcasts. It doesn't take long. It be much appreciates, is it? Yeah. If you listen to on Spotify, you're not on Apple. You're like, okay. hey, I don't listen on Apple Podcasts. You listen to Spotify. Every episode comes with a question. Answer that question for us, please. We'd yeah. appreciate it. And also, on another important note, uh, justsayholes.com isn't a website anybody <clears throat> else. So it's free domain. Well, we know what our next endeavor is. That's right. Yep. Co-host. Oh, we'll make that money. <laughs> <laughs> Love that money. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, I think we did our plug-in. Yeah, this episode is going to be on Nintendo. I thought it would be a good idea with the opening of the Nintendo Episodius. Yeah, well, I I would think with the opening of Super Mario World, that great Universal, that great Homer epic poem, the uh, Nintendo Episodius. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. No, the Nintendo World looks cool. It looks dope as fuck. Milo won't drop it. Mm-hmm. He's been talking about it all day since he got home. I got to look up when they're going to plan on opening Donkey Kong Country. It's supposed to open up next to Super Mario World. Yeah. Uh, which, which would be awesome. Be dope. Yeah. But, well, fucking Nintendo, what you need to do is remaster Donkey Kong Come 64. anything Donkey Kong. Do, remaster Donkey Kong, Kong 64 and with the release of the sequel to Donkey Kong 64. I will fucking drop some money on that game. Yeah. I swear to God. I will. Oh. I do swear, Nintendo, you drop that shit. I will... Cream in my panties. Oh, cream so hard in my panties. Oh, cream. You need to know. It's my favorite game of all time. I I have a Nintendo 64 with just Donkey Kong 64. No other games whatsoever because I love that game that much. Mm-hmm. 
Let's not bring up the past, Justin. Let's continue on in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like this episode uh, of Light Skies was kind of brought to you from uh, a memory no. of Donkey Kong. It 64. was not Hollywood Eyes version of a story. <laughs> I didn't spill anything on there. Yeah, it's weird. It's like uh, our older brother Bryson spent hours and hours and hours hogging the TV and hogging game. the TV. No, for sure, like a jerk. and maybe and um, maybe I was just fed up with it and I wanted some revenge. Ran in a race right before the end. Yeah, fuck him. If we, did we talk? We talked about this on an episode with Rooney we did. in the past. We yeah. did. We didn't get Rooney back on. No, we had Bryson. We've had Bryson and we talked about it on that too. Mm-hmm. But it's been a long time since we've had it. It is but either of them. Yeah. We need to get him back on here. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. See how it goes. I know. He joined us playing D&D. So that, that was cool. Rooney tuning. Yeah, he plays a uh, a blood hunter. Mm. Path of the wow. something, something. Mm. And uh, Oath Slayer. Did you see the trailer to the new D&D movie? Yes. What do you think? I'm excited for it. It looks fun. Yeah. Chris Pine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm winning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's her name that plays Valkyrie? Um, Tessa Thompson? She yeah. in it too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you listen to the time suck about D&D? Yes. Yeah. Way back. Um, like, well, three or four weeks ago. Oh, no, not the new one. I'm like way, way, way behind. Mm-hmm. Like three or four weeks ago. I've been, I've been like, I'm almost done with Critical Role season one or uh, campaign one. Yeah. I'm very, very close, and I'm just trying to get that done with. It was Critical Role was trending on Twitter the other day. It is. Well, they, they, so, yeah, they have a show based on season one of Critical Role on Amazon Prime where they all are executive producer and voice all their characters from the D&D campaign. Really cool. And they mm. just released season two of it. Mm. It's hot. It is a fun show, dude. Go watch it. It's gory. Is it, it kind of like Mythic Quest where they're like they're creating this show? And they're like, you no. know. No, no, no. So they they're taking the D and D the the game, and they're taking like all of the fantasy parts, like the the role play and all that, and they're made a cartoon out of it, an animation out of it. Nice. It's worth watching. I'd give it a go. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Mythic Quest, their new season though, is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I've enjoyed it so far. I'm three separate episodes in. Four episodes in. I think I'm four or five. I got to finish it. Yeah, they just they just rounded that show off, didn't they? I, I don't think know if this is the last season. Do they have one? No, no, no. I mean, for this this season, they ran the the, the season off. I don't um, know. If the, I don't know I don't how know. much. I'm, I'm a couple episodes behind because we we started watching. We tried to watch like a bunch of movies. So we talked about. I watched Glass Onion and uh, Knives Out last episode. This between these two episodes, I watched um, The Menu. Did you see that movie? Nope. It is a crazy. So the guy that plays Voldemort is like a chef and invites all these rich people. Interesting. And, um, I'm not going to oh, ruin anymore. Yes, I actually had it ruined for me by TikTok. Uh, I'm glad I watched. I'm on it. episode three of Mythic Quest. Just, just okay. sorry. I'm glad I watched it before. I'm not going to ruin spoiler for anyone that wants to watch it. It is on Hulu. It's called The Menu. Uh, really well done. And yeah. Lord Voldemort, the Lord Voldemort lives up to his name. Um. No, he. Did, I. I see. I got the ending ruined for me. It was. It was. It, it's. It's. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way she chews on her burger, though. It's weird. I don't know. I think it was kind of overdone, but it was it was that was a, little, such a big moment in the in the, the movie. movie. Once you see like once you go through all the build up to yeah. it, yeah. It I wish I didn't get yeah. No, I just it's her facial expressions that while she's mm-hmm. eating it. I don't know why. I don't, I'm like no one would chew like that. Yeah, well, you, you have the you have the build. Up. She looks like she looks like an alien, tr- like trying to mimic what people look like when they eat food. Mm, maybe she is Illuminati. Mm. Hollywood anyway. Anyways, um, uh, I showed Milo the first half of Toby McSquire's uh, Spider Man's. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. Yeah. So he hasn't seen Uncle Ben die yet. 
but that's exactly Ooh, what we're going to start off with. He hasn't got to Uncle Ben yet? He's about to. Like, that's literally the next scene. I enjoyed like, that's the, literally the first where one. he's going to. I enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed the second one. I don't love them as much as people do. I'm just not a big fan. The first one. That's a, I like the first one a lot. The second one. Well, eh, the second one, one eh. is like the highest rated one. Eh. Like, it goes. Uh, I mean, for me, I like the fighting scenes between him and Doc Ock. I just felt like they were, uh, a lot of it was rushed. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like, Spider-Man was like, just too whiny in those movies for me. Yeah. And I get like don't he's tell Harry. The, the so, Nancy Danielle call him the Don't Tell Harry movies. R.I.P. Yeah, they just was. I don't know. I I don't love them as much as other people do. Like they mm-hmm. talk about them glowingly, and I don't think they're that good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a controversial take. Whatever. But I don't care. That's my. The opinion. third one was awful. The third one. I mean, everyone agrees the third one was what ruined the whole mm-hmm. string of, of Sam Raimi mm-hmm. Spider Man. I don't. I really like the Doctor Strange Sam Raimi Sam Doctor Strange. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I, I did. Oh, that was I fantastic. Like it was yeah. my favorites. I, um, I'm not my a, favorite, big, but it was one of my favorites. I'm not a big fan of Sam Raimi's style. Mm. And I was disappointed because I, I have such high expectations because I love Doctor Strange. So I really do like the movie, and mm. I'll watch it again. I've watched it a few times. Mm. I'll definitely watch it probably a few more times. Um, but I didn't love it as much as I wanted to love it. Okay, it well, there. on another note, did you see um, uh, 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 Michael Douglas... Um, uh, uh, Jonathan Majors, um, Evangela Lilly, um, Paul Rudd, yes. and uh, yes. their panel. Yeah, their panel mm-hmm. on on Quantum. What's her name? Um, Jen Von Pfeiffer's. Michelle Pfeiffer's. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's though. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer's. Michelle Pfeiffer's. Michelle Pfeiffer's. Michelle Pfeiffer's. Michelle Pfeiffer's. So they their their panel on on the Quantum Mania. Real quick, riddle me this, riddle me that, man's. How's Ace Ventura think he's going to stop the Batmans? How's Ace Ventura think he's going to stop the Batmans? <laughs> so sorry, go ahead. Is <laughs> 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 that Fyfus? Is that Fyfus going to stop the Batmans? Keep it dude. Did we talk about them last episode, too? I don't know. I think we went a whole rant about Keep Bill last episode. The ballets is so funny, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Any ways? I'm excited for Quantumania. No, for sure, I'm pumped. It's, it might be the best movie of the year. It, uh, it's if it lives up to the, the hype and the expectation, and the vi- I mean, the visuals are going to be incredible. Like one thing it, that people it, can't knock MCU movies like the visuals, the visuals are, be are always great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be February. Actually, May died. Um, yeah, yeah, she yeah died. I know. Yeah. yeah, in this universe, six one six. Mm. Ooh. 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 Like just like Tony Stark died in six one six, but did busy I mean Obviously I see Jonathan Majors is whooping some Ant Man ass. Dude, Jonathan Majors is gonna be a complete madman mm-hmm. in fucking Quantumania and I am here for it. Yep. I'm I still stand on like here for at it. the end of all of this, the the King era through MCU, right? They're calling it the, the multiverse saga. I think the only way you stop him is with himself. Like, there's got to be a version of Kang. There is. It's he who remains. Yeah, I think that's the only way that he's going to be beaten. That's what he said. I'm going to, I'll see you again. Mm -hmm. I'll see you again. Uh, He's going to be back. See you soon. See you soon. Boom, February 17th. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's, he's, he's far from done. And Loki too. Ooh, that show is going to be amazing. There's going to be lots of cool stuff. Like the one that I'm probably not, the one I'm the least pumped for, the Marvels, I'm still excited for. I'm going to take my little one because she is super pumped. She loves Miss Marvel. Loves Miss Marvel. Mm. And I'm about it. The so Marvels. we're going to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Marvels. Yep. I mean, I like Photon. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for a better performance, more of a, a 
Endgame performance from Brie Larson than the first Captain Marvel. She was just too stuff. Just too stiff. Too stuff. She was too stiff. I, I, I think the character might be stiff. I, you know, and, and that might be the way to, cause she's like, she's military, grew up uh, a yeah. military mom, and it's that mindset, you know, yeah. it's, it's just the way she is. I think, I, I think it's part of the character to be stiff like that. Yeah, maybe. I'm excited I, I think, for it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it, but it's on the, this, <laughs> this one of the pro- least. This is my problem with clear, <laughs> crit, critics. They, if they stop trying to scrutinize and they try to enjoy something for what they are, they'll have much more of a cha- time of enjoying it. I think you got to find a balance shit. in it. I think you have well, to. I mean, I but when there's some post, you have to have people that are dumb stuff. You're like, okay, yeah, no, no, no. But I think I think there's a there is a merit to having critics that are critical of movies from a technical standpoint. There is merit to that. Yes, I think most people do not see movies in that way. They need to stop trying to see movies like a critic. Yes. I will agree with that. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. that, no, that is exactly my point. Yeah. If you are a professional critic, be a professional critic. If you're trying to be a professional critic, try to be a professional critic. Do yeah. your research. But you can, every every professional critic has a guilty pleasure movie that is not very good from a technical side, mm-hmm. but they just love it. Yeah. And there's probably a few of them that they have. Yeah. But the, the I am excited because my little one, she's, again, she's so pumped for, and I think they're going to actually, it, the, because it's going to be a movie, I think they have a lot planned for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Secret Wars, I'm super pumped for. Secret Wars is going to be dope. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I, I, Quantumania has the potential of being the best movie of the year. Yeah, I'm excited for Quantumania. It has the potential. Mm-hmm. Um, Secret Wars is probably the next in line. Well, it's not a movie. Oh, it's a show, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that... Quantumania, so, the Marvels, and... They have another movie. Uh, is Thunderbolts coming out this year? And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Is that this year? November, huh? Ooh, that one might... Mm-hmm. That one in Quantumania. I think Quantumania be still is probably going to top that one. There's mm-hmm. a good shot. But I, if, if Quantumania falls short, it has an opportunity to take that. I hope they both don't fall short, because they both have an opportunity to tell a, a beautiful Phenomenal. tale. Phenomenal. James Gunn is done after this, too. Because he's taking over completely, completely over DC, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's gutting and ripping, dude. What are they gonna do with Henry Cavill now with the Witcher series? Because he left for creative differences, and he wanted to go do Superman. No, they said that he it was creative differences, and then Superman became available. Just it was more coincidence than it was. Mm. He left for Superman. Yeah, well, yeah. they're fucking writers are idiots because they keep wanting to go away from the game. Yeah, and that's what he didn't want. He didn't want to do that. Yeah, anymore. he's like, no. I think the, the, it's done. This last season was such a big flop. And they're going to bring in... The last season of, of Witcher was good. It was very good. It was better than the first season. No, the one that just came out? No, people... Season three? Hate it. Season three's out? Yeah. I didn't know that. People hate it. I have saw some like snippets of it, and like the, it's super cheesy. I can understand why people hate it. I got attacked by your wall. Yeah. Uh, before we get into talking about Nintendo, yes, we if you're new here, we do talk about other forms of media. We like to do that. We like to catch up. The Last of Us. Have you watched the first two episodes of The Last of I Us? I have not watched any of The Last of Us. We talked about this yesterday, Justin. Get it together. I was hoping you'd wise up and at least watch wa- episode one. No, never going to be wise. Oh, my Lord. Watch The Last of Us. Please. You know what? I'm going to refuse to now. Please. I was thinking about it. Refusing. Poor favor. There's only two seasons. No, The Last of Us, uh, The Witcher, it's a different name. The Witcher, The Nightmare of the Wolf. It's a movie. And it's a cartoon, I'm pretty sure. Or it's an animation. No, with Liam. uh, Yeah, Castillo, James. Yeah, he's not even. 
I'm telling you. It came out on Netflix. Yeah, it's that's animated. Witcher Blood Origin. That's what it is. Yep. People it's hate a show. It. It's a limited series. It's four episodes. Yeah. And Henry Cavill's in it? Cast Sophia Brown? No. What is it called? Someone's probably yelling at the their phone right now. Yeah, no, it's uh Henry Cavill's not even in it. The Witcher. The Witcher Fireplace, which is probably animation. It just came out. No, The Witcher Fireplace is literally just a fireplace. Is it for the trailer? I don't know. Something came out with The Witcher and people people could not stand it. It's probably Blood Origin because it is a live show, but it's Henry Cavill's not in it. Mm. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Anyways, watch The Last of Us, Brandon. Let's get into the ads. And yeah, not going to. Um, to. Even though I like Pedro Pascal a lot, but I'm not going to watch it. Oh, that's your loss. Okay. Yeah. No, it's your loss. Look how much sleep I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. Look at right there. Yeah, cool. Well, everyone else gets to enjoy it. You're going to blatantly not enjoy it. Just like uh, the mm-hmm. Tiger yep. King. Let's get into the uh, Tiger King. I watched Tiger I didn't King. Watch Tiger King. Stranger Things. Oh, you can miss that. Stranger Things, that's just dumb for not watching. Um, what is another one that people were like ranting and raving? I never watched it. Yeah. It's almost like when people rant and rave about things too much, I have an aversion to it. Mm. I get, I fucking, I, I don't want to watch it anymore. You guys take it away. Which is weird. Because I rant and rave about like all these Marvel stuff and watch it. And, mm. like, My thing is, I don't care if people rant and rave about anything. I I'm gonna watch it if I it. if I if I enjoy it. I just I, I like I spend my time consuming plenty of content. Yeah, I consume a lot of content. I would just rather put my time and energy into other things. I'm saying The Last of Us, well worth the watch. I'm sure it is well worth the watch. I'm sure it is. And even yeah. if I do end up watching, it, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you I haven't watched it. <laughs> Just be a shithead. <laughs> For no reason. Exactly. Just because I told you a show's good. Yeah. Yep. Let's get to the ads. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Co-host Brandon. Hello, everybody. This episode is once again brought to you by Oceus. We love working with Oceus. Not right, we do. Are they a great company? They are. They have great products. They do. Yeah, they are well known for their waterproof blankets, which is the puffy camping blanket, the Sherpa blanket, the fleece blanket, the compact pocket blanket, as well as the Mylar emergency blanket. I can tell you for the product, for the durability, for the quality, for how easy they are to ship in and out uh, because how lightweight they are, the prices are awesome. And also, when you go to OCEAS outdoors.com they will prompt you with a you just add in your email in 15 percent off your first order yeah beautiful that's not good enough if you buy something or your order is over 50 dollars, free shipping free shipping yep which you should be able to clear pretty easily because especially uh yeah yeah you get the backpack cooler yeah that's over 50 bucks right there it clears your your whole net with a 15 percent discount you bring that bad boy down you get yourself a blanket in the cooler you're freaking ready rock and roll baby yeah it was the perfect christmas gift guess what it's also a pretty good Valentine's Day gift it's, with spring it, coming. It's a pretty good just, I'm a treat, I'm a treat me, okay? Yeah. Treat yourself gift, okay? No, they are awesome. Like the backpack, as soon as you open up the website, well, the backpack will be there and for good reason. It keeps your shit cold for 16 hours, yeah. as they claim, and it, it does a pretty damn good job of that. Um, yeah. It's 
not only is it, it's pretty big for its size, it can fit 45 plus cans, which is pretty remarkable. Yes. It has leak-proof technology. Yes. Padded shoulder pads. Yes. Bottle opener. Yes. Comes in three different colors. Yeah, it has a little mesh pocket too, baby. Mm-hmm. A little mesh pocket too, baby. Yeah. Yeah, and the three colors, it's gray, black, and blue, man. What, well, what more All the do colors you need? look really good. They're fantastic. Yeah, between the backpacks and the blankets, uh, I mean, it's everything that you could possibly want as far as outdoor activities year-round. Yeah, it helps you get you helps you get to places hydrated, okay, and keeps you warm and dry. Yeah, what more do you need? Osha is really awesome. Well, yeah, we look forward to working them and continue to working with them in the future. We love this company. We love this product. Oceasoutdoors.com. Follow them on Instagram as well. Oceas because they have some pretty cool pictures there okay. as well. O c e a s outdoors.com today. Yeah. Thank you, Oceas. High five, Oceas. This episode is once again brought to you by Coop Cooper and Coop Cooper Enterprises. Coop Scoop, this one's for you. Put your loving hand down, baby. Cause I'm begging. I'm begging, begging, Coop. So put your loving hand there, Coop. I'm begging, begging, Coop. So put your loving hand there, Coop. Riding high, when Coop was king. Coop played it hard and fast cause he had everything. Coop walked away, but you want me then. But easy coming, easy going, it would end. Right anytime Coop lead, you let him go. Yeah, anytime you feed him, get Coop no. Anytime you seek, you let him know. But Coop plan and see, just let him go. Cause I'm on my knees when I'm begging. Cause I don't wanna lose Coop. Hey, yeah, cause I'm begging, begging Coop. Now reach your hand there, Coop, cause I'm begging, begging Coop, and put your loving hand there, Coop. All right, co-host Justin, co-host uh, let's let's do this. Nintendo. We're gonna get into. We're gonna we're gonna do some lists. You ready for some lists? Yeah. We know Mom loves our lists. Yeah. Uh, we're just gonna get to consoles. Uh, we're, that's all we're gonna do. List of Nintendo home, systems. Home and handheld. That we're just gonna do. We're just gonna do consoles, Nintendo systems. That is it. Um, I'm going to read some off. We could talk about them here in a little bit. We'll, we'll do them in sections. We'll do hand home and then handheld. So uh, on screen or you know on your uh, inter- family entertainment system, and then handheld. Yep, we're handheld. Right. Switch is kind of. I'm just gonna put it in home, but it's both. Um, okay, so there's color TV game. Uh, it, it included five different pieces of hardware, each one with a unique game. So, and that was for, uh, that was it in 77, 80. We'll, we'll kind of talk about it in the, in the notes. Anyways, the Nintendo entertainment system, um, Famicom, we'll talk about what Famicom is, um, what it means and all that good stuff. Uh, super Nintendo entertainment Su- system, super, uh, Gamicom. uh, Nintendo 64 greatest consoles of all time. Uh, Nintendo GameCube. Uh, Panasonic Q, Wii, Wii Family Edition. Do you want to know the difference between Wii and Wii Family Edition? Sure. Okay. Um, one is Justin's a penis, and the other one is Justin's a butt. He's penis and the butt. Mm. If you get it, you get it. I know Justin doesn't. Nobody cares. The You should, actually. Nobody cares. Brandon's a plancha. <laughs> Are you mad about us opening up the thing and me calling Justin co-host and then moving on? 
No, I'm just chilling listening to your stupid list. Your stupid list. Okay, and what's the difference between We and We Family Edition? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the We Family Edition uh, is a revisited, revision, revision of the Wii that could be only set horizontally and uh, removing GameCube support. Uh, it could bundle with the Super Bros, Wii, and original Super Mario Galaxy soundtrack. Like, it has that stuff already in it. Mm. But it's just a horizontal version of the Wii. Instead yeah. of instead of vertical, it's horizontal. Did they release it in the US too? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um the Wii U? They released more games in the US too. It's a bigger market. Yeah. Um we'll get that at the end of the show. Um The Wii U? The Wii U, the Wii Mini, NES Classic Edition, Nintendo Switch, and the old E OLED model, the old model. It's not, yeah, it's an acronym, which we can look at right oh, Fucking thing. Um, penis and the butt. Where is it at? There it is. Okay. So, old, old large screen, uh, instead of the LCD screen, it had a OLED screen. That's why. Are you talking about from Parks and Recs? Yeah. With Nick Kroll? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that's why I said you should get it. <laughs> I think it's the weenie and the butt, but I like penis and the butt better. I don't. What is it? I think it's penis on the, uh, the weenie and the butt. I'll look it up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Super Mario or Super Mario Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic Edition handheld. So there's a throwback handheld version of the the uh, Super Nintendo. Um, handheld. You have the Game and Watch, which is actually kind of fucking interesting. And I, uh, if I remember correctly, it is the original release. Uh, no, not the original release, but it was like or the original handheld release. Um, so uh, it supports LCD games, starring uh, who is known as today as Mr. Game and Watch. There have been sixty different variations of the Game and Watch system, so it's pretty cool LCD game, uh, handheld game and watch. Um, it's really, really, really rudimentary. I mean, Game Boy is leagues ahead of it, which is the next one, Game Boy. And then Virtual Boy, which was a complete flop. It was supposed to be a 3D graphic, but it just didn't take. Um, it, it just wasn't working. Um, but it was it was a good it was a good chance. I will give Nintendo this. They do they do try things that are just probably not going to work, but they're going to give it a go. Um, like the Wii is a classic example because it rode that line very hard. Of working and not working, right? Of of being a big hit and not being successful whatsoever. Um, so, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Light, Pokemon Pikachu, which was its own little game. Um, game Boy Color, Game Boy Pikachu Two GS, um, Game Boy Advance, which is what we pretty much grew up on. Um, Pokemon Mini, Nintendo DS. Game Boy Micro, Nintendo DS Lite, Nintendo DSi, Nintendo DSi XL, Nintendo 3DS XL, Nintendo 2DS, new Nintendo 3DS, new Nintendo 3DS XL, new Nintendo 2DS XL, which I only left those in because I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, like, why not just call it something else? Or You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah anyways, uh, Nintendo Switch Lite. Uh, game and Switch, 
Game and Watch, Super Mario Bros, and Game and Watch: The Legend of Zelda also throw back to the original, but like they gave them a specific. They, it was a little more updated, a little more advanced version of the original Game and Watch, but it was uh, one was Super Mario specific. It just it was that was all it was. Super Mario's and then The Legend of Zelda, like old throwback Game Boy games, mm. like that bit, uh, nine bit, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen that movie with uh, no no Patrick Harry? Nine bit Christmas. Um, Harold and Kumar Street of Christmas. No, it has no Patrick Harry. He's telling a story of like how he got the first Super Nintendo. Like like fighting over like one of his friends. It's a it's a decent Christmas movie. Um, nope. It's worth a Google. It's worth a Google. It's worth a watch. Uh, Timeline. Which the campaign is one of the most underrated movies of all time. Yeah, we've talked about it. So fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right, timeline time. Like what? He's like what? And I'm like, what are you two doing? Eighteen eighty nine, the year our father was born. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon, no, Bryce was born. Sorry, eighteen eighty nine. Yamuchi, Fusujiro Yamuchi, uh, began manufacturing Hanafuda uh, flower cards, which are actually go back to like the mid sixteenth uh, uh, century. Um, but we're we might get into that when we get into TCG episode, which yeah. I really would love to do a TCG episode. Uh, for you non-initiated, there's a trading card game. And depending on how... We'll probably do TCG, OCG together. Online trading uh, online card game and trading card game um, in one episode because they, they do blend in a lot. There's only a, a slight difference in certain games like Yu-Gi-Oh! Is like there's, there's some big differences. The ban lists are different. Cards available are different, but not completely, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, that is again, flower card game. We'll, we'll talk about uh, Hanafuda. We'll talk about in a different episode, but that's just this, this is where Nintendo finds its origins because the original creator, uh, Fusijiro Yamuchi was, uh, what led to it, right? This is what began it, began it. And it's a, it's a really simple game. Um, it, it like certain cards are worth, uh, like 20 points Certain cards are worth 10 points. Some are worth one. Um, and together they equal this this card. You know, together they make this card, and you play against somebody, and and whoever can get the most points by the end of the game wins. Is essentially the rundown version of it. Um, I wouldn't tell you be able to tell you exactly how it's played unless I played it myself. Yeah. Um, so 1902, Mr. Yamauchi started manufacturing the first Western style playing card games in uh, uh, Japan. So. Uh, they were originally in- intended for export, but the product became popular in Japan as well as the rest of the world. So it's like, oh, local kids like this too. No shit. It's a game to play <laughs> where you get to use your mind and, and, and you know, play against somebody. That's why chess has been famous for I don't know how long. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. I do know how long. <laughs> I just can't think about it off the top of my head. Yeah, I'll look um, uh, It doesn't matter. Uh, 1950, yeah, Yorishi, uh, Yorishi uh, Yamauchi took office as president and head of manufacturing operations at Yamauchi Nintendo & Co., 680. 680. Yeah, I was like, it's fucking long, 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 long time ago. (laughs) Um, I mean, existence of the universe yesterday, but (laughs) it's relative, right? Relative. Uh, The next year, uh, previously called uh, Maru Fuku uh, Company Limited, the the name was changed to Nintendo Playing Card Company Limited. Uh, uh, The year following, the cards consolidated factories were dispersed in Kyoto, Japan. and then it we jump to 1959. The company started selling cards printed with Walt Disney characters. A little cool little crossover. Uh, we don't get to see that again, I don't believe. 
Um, no. In 1963. They had a recently, but yeah. You no, know, I mean, like, even throughout the rest of the timeline, I don't think it happens again. I'm saying there was a chance recently, but there there hasn't been. Mm, what was that? The Super Mario Land was supposed to be a part of Disney. Mm, but they, they couldn't. Went to Universal. Yeah, they had to. Uh, I think there were some licensing things. Plus, Disneyland was looking for. They were in the middle of expanding already for Marvel in Star Wars. They already had too much. Yeah. And they. They didn't want to wait, and so Universal opened up some space for them, and they went to Universal. Yeah, because some, something like that. Something had Warner happened. Bros owns it, right? Yeah. No, so. there, there was so it was originally going to be at Disneyland and Disney World, mm. and then they're going to create a contract to... between Wal- uh, uh, Disney Land and, and Warner Bros to to do that. Mm, something like that. I'd have to I'd have to look up exactly. I can't remember off the top of my, but I know it was supposed to be a Disneyland mm. first. Um. Yeah. So. Um, where are we? Nineteen sixty three. Uh, they started manufacturing games in addition to playing cards. Yeah. Uh, so and and sixty nine. So they they have made them yet. They started manufacturing them. They're so they're trying to figure 69. it out. Sixty nine. Right? So uh, the year our father was born. The actual year our father was yep. born, nineteen sixty nine. Uh, uh, Nintendo. The year after our mother was born, the <laughs> Nintendo extended actually like the, the several less than a month later. Yeah. <laughs> she was born at the end of. 80, uh, 68. Anyways, uh, Nintendo expanded and re- uh, just some mom's meets for you. Um, and Nintendo expanded the game department and built a production plant in uh, Yuji City, a suburb of Kyoto, Japan. Uh, 1970, the stock listing was changed to the first section of Ahsoka Stock Inter- Exchange. Uh, a reconstruction enlargement of corporate headquarters was completed. The company began selling uh, the Beam Gun series, which employed optoelectronics, uh, in- introducing electronic technology into the toy industry for the first time in Japan, which is like arcade game. Um, and I, I will say, I, I have uh, there was so much more information, not even to include all of the Sega information. I had to completely remove. I had probably. Uh, unedited, like over 25, 26 pages of notes. I pared it down to about 14 just to kind of uh, make this more streamlined. We could, me and Jessica talk more. Yeah. You guys get the rough over, overview of what made, uh, a little less than rough overview of what made Nintendo Nintendo. Yep. Um, okay, so 73. The company developed a laser clay shooting system which rivaled bowling as a major pastime in Japan. I did not know that. Thought that was really cool. Uh, the next year, Nintendo developed an image projection system and deploy the 16 millimeter film projector in amusement arcades. Uh, the company began exporting these films, uh, arcade machines in America and in Europe. So really, really cool. And then, like I said, Nintendo's, they pushed forward a lot of inno- gaming. Yeah. Well, they've been in, they've been, they've been big innovators in, in a way that they, they've been just, they try things and if it fails, it fails, but they, they go for it. Yep. You know, um, I like, I can't express how impressive that is. Um, yeah. 75. Uh, in cooperation with Mitsubishi Electronic, uh, Nintendo developed a video game system using an electronic video recorder or EVR player for Japan. Um, and it's 1976, Nintendo. Hmm? Uh, I can't remember what I was going to write something down there. Um, and I completely forgot <laughs> what it was. There, Nintendo. Yep. Um, I was going to add a note, and I... Yep. Nintendo, that's the note. 1977. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the company developed home use video games in cooperation with Mitsubishi Electronics, TV Game 15, and TV Game 6. Yes. In 1978, in March, Nintendo released a simplistic arcade cocktail table game based on a board game, Othello, 
entitled Computer Othello. On the screen, green, white, and black Othello pieces were replaced with square and plus symbols, respectively. Computer Othello had no joystick, only 10 colors, buttons per person. And Othello is a, a board game, right? Yeah. Well, it's like a video board game. You you play you play against people. Yeah, I've people. seen it. No, no, you, yeah, yeah. people have seen it. It's, it's just a square board. Yeah. And there's white and black circles yeah. that you've been, and yeah, you yeah, can yeah. play comp- competitively with mm-hmm. somebody else. Yep. Uh, 1979. Uh, Minoru Arakawa, son-in-law of Nintendo's Japanese chief Hiroshi Yamauchi, um, uh, open Nintendo of America in uh, New York City. Uh, Nintendo started an operations division for coin-operated games. So, like, real arcade games has really started to become a thing. Um, this is the beginning of it. Like, 81 on, it's like, get arcade it's games on. on. It's on, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they, they had some rudimentary ones something up happened, to this, but... Did something happen in 81? Um, hmm. I wonder. I wonder. 1980. Uh, the company created a wholly owned subsidiary, Nintendo of America Incorporated, in New York City. Subsidiary. Um, subsidiary. Did I say subs- subsidiary? It depends on the diet, like where you're from. I was like, yeah. Hey, either way, it's right. Subsidiary is the way. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I was just kidding. Either one of them can be. Uh, I, I am curious which is the, the correct uh, pronunciation. Original pronunciation. Uh, pronunciation. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Nintendo began selling the, the Game & Watch product line in Japan, the first portable LCD video game with a microprocessor. Excuse me. Um, Nintendo artist Shira, Shira, Shiguru Miyamoto created the game Donkey Kong. Uh, the hero, originally called Jumpman, is a carpenter racing to save his girlfriend, Pauline, from a crazed ape. Jumpman was later renamed during the establishment of Nintendo of America's headquarters by Nintendo Company Limited. In honor of Jumpman's uh, uh, resemblance to their office landlord, Mario Sigali. He was later renamed Mario. Yeah, and so he was named Jumpman. I don't know if Brandon knew this. I did. He was the first character to jump. Yes. First ever video game Bing, character that actually bling. jumped. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it blew people's collective brains out. And... and Real gamers know this. People who have played Donkey Kong 64, uh, who are real gamers, know this. If you get uh, to uh, the uh, King Cruel's castle and you get to his head, there's a back room where you play an arcade game. And the only way mm-hmm. to, to 100% this game, uh, after you've gotten all the bananas for all the the, the, the monkeys, you've gotten all the gold bananas, you fed all of them to the fucking the pig and the, hip, uh, the hippo, I can't remember their names, mm-hmm. um... Uh, after all that, beating everybody, beating Crane Coral in his fuck in the final boss uh, uh, ring battle, where you get to you know uh, like a big old boxing match, um, you have to. If you don't do this, you don't hundred percent the game, and it is to get two coins, and you have to play Jumpman, and you have to completely beat that game. Um, it, you get one of them, I believe. I think you have to beat it twice, completely. You have to completely beat the game twice. Um, and it is fun. It is frustrating, but it is fun. Um, it's like, fuck, <laughs> but I did it. I, I, on my Nintendo 64, I have both coins. Um, I just need to go through and collect all the bananas now, uh, for all the, I have the first two areas hundred percented. I am just clearing out the rest, but my controller Z button, I don't know what happened. He, they're crouching all the time. Pissed me off. So I stopped playing it. I, I tried clean, taking apart the controller and cleaning the contacts. Didn't matter. So I think I just need to get a new controller, and I just haven't spent the money on it. So if anybody yeah. want to send me a controller, I'll fucking 
I'll figure out a way to play it. I don't even know how I would even hook it up to my PC because it doesn't support that low of a graphic. <laughs> the yeah. low of resolution is just a totally different uh, uh, screen. I have my son's old TV screen uh, that I actually got uh, from a gym I worked at in Washington. Um, I worked at the 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 Camus, uh, the, their, their gym there um, for a while, and they had a TV in the, the kids' room, and they got rid of it. And I was like, they're going to throw it away. I was like, I'll take it. They're like, yeah, you can have it. I was like, sweet. So I still have that TV, which is pretty cool, because I got that when I was like, oh, God, 19? So it was like almost 20, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty cool. Like, I, I don't know. And that's what I beat it on, uh, that TV, because I was trying to play it on my TV, and actually – not knowing what the fuck I was doing, sent the the, the Nintendo 64 controller games, everything back, because I got it through, um, uh, I think I got it through Amazon or eBay. I can't remember which one it was. I sent it back. They sent me a whole new setup, and then I was like, okay, this one's not working too, so it must be me. So I looked up and did research, and it's like, this TV will not support it. They're too updated. The, the 64 is mm. too outdated. And I was like, I have an old TV. If it doesn't work, we send it back. Yeah, first. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. Um, but then, I, yeah, just took it up to that TV. I played it in there. Played it in my son's room for a while. Uh, it was just the one boy at the time. <laughs> yeah. The minor blends. Yeah. K-Cat, he was saying, uh, uh, you know that, I saw in Justin before the show, um, that scene in, in Fist Fight. Uh, I don't fuck with you, the Big Sean song. I don't mm-hmm. fuck with you. Stupid ass bitch. There's, there's a million things I'd rather fucking do. Oh, sorry guys, Is that better. Yeah. <laughs> it turned my mic turned on me. You. Um, there, I don't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Which is actually For sure. do better. Sorry, Coop, I'll do better. Um, I don't give a fuck. I don't give. <laughs> so that's what I was singing because that's my wife was watching a TikTok and that song came on mm. and Cade right behind me. Oh fuck! I'll give fuck. <laughs> give fuck. I was like, oh shit. Okay, <laughs> okay, so funny. <laughs> All right, back to Mom's uh, Beats. Mom's Beats. 1981. We love the cat. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So long, long digression. Yeah. I the, hope you got a little bit of giggles out of that. Probably everyone's like, okay, Brandon, yeah. let's just get over this. Yeah. <laughs> 1981, Nintendo yeah. developed and distributed the coin-operated video game Donkey Kong. We already, just a, we already this did game this. Came, no, quickly ahead. became the hottest-selling individual coin-operated machine in the business. 1983, yes. the company built a new plant in Uji City to increase productivity or production capacity and to allow for business expansion. In July, Nintendo listed stock on the first section of the Tokyo Stock Exchange and started work on the home video game console, Family Computer, or Famicom. There it is. Employing a uh, custom CPU. Employing a custom CPU. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Custom processing unit and PPU, picture processing unit. It's actually a penis pump unit. Mm, Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Actually, it makes hundreds. Mm. Well, I should have said makes inches. inches. That would have been a much better joke. God damn it, Brandon. For sure, do better. No, I probably can't, Coop. I probably can't. <laughs> um, I, would, I would like to say... You know what, Justin? From the top. From the top. From the top! In July, Nintendo listed stocks on the first section of the Tokyo Stock Exchange and started working <laughs> on the home video, video game console, family computer, Famicom, employing a custom CPU, custom processing unit, and yeah. PPU, picture processing actually, unit. Actually, it's penis pump unit. It makes sense. Um, actually, no, it makes inches. Bing, 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 bing. There you go. There's the joke. Here's the joke, guys. 1984. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 1984. Nintendo developed and started selling the unique 
twin screen innovative interactive coin operating video game verse system. I do like that we could just press from the top button and one of us can redo a joke we fucked up. I, yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> that works out pretty good. It is a nice feature. Yeah. At the same time, the company launched the Famicom system in Japan, later renamed Nintendo Entertainment System, NES, mm -hmm. when it launched worldwide. Stellar software mm -hmm. titles were developed one after another from Excitebike, Stellar, yeah. Super Mario Bros., Metroid, Samus, mm -hmm. The Legend of Zelda, Link. and Punch-Out. Mm -hmm. Pinchot was big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people no, were Punchout Punch was, yeah, one yeah. highly regarded as one of the, the, the best. best games, especially mm -hmm. for the time. Uh, for these titles, it was Super Mario Bros. That quickly became a smash hit around the world. Mm -hmm. Studies at the time showed that children were as or more familiar with Mario as they were with Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. Mm -hmm. Wild. Mm -hmm. well, I'll take that, uh, Warner Brothers and... In, in, Roy Disney. In Disney. Roy Disney, specifically. Yeah, you, you freaking mother killer. Time Suck fans will know that one. Yeah. Um, so Disney, uh, just so you know, I don't believe that Roy did anything wrong. He seemed like a very, very good brother and uh, yep. was, was about his business, which I re completely respect. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. 1997. Uh, Nintendo... 86. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, or, oh, yep. yep, 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 yep. 1986. Uh, sorry, just got a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment System was launched in Europe and instantly became a major hit and a must-have in-home across the continent. Nintendo developed a uh, and began selling the family computer disk drive system in Japan to expand the functions of Famicom. Also in Japan, uh, the beginning be the company began installation of the disk writer to rewrite game software. So they were able to change things. It was it was is a big move in that time. Mm -hmm. 87 Nintendo sponsored a Famicom Golf tournament in Japan as a uh, communications test using public telephone network and disk fax to aid in building a Famicom network so they're trying to really they're trying to really integrate uh, um, inter interplay between consoles but <laughs> this time they're just trying to figure out the technology of it they're, they're just trying to figure out how the technology works first. Yeah, which is big because they weren't anywhere close at this time. No, because, mm -hmm. they, I mean, it would eventually lead into, like, Nintendo TV where they give uh, facts updates on new games mm -hmm. and how things work and maybe some tips and tricks. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's down the cool. line. Like, no, I mean, and I, I'm not saying, like, they're not anywhere close as far as Nintendo. Like, anybody. Nobody was close. No, no, time. no, it was close. Yeah, but they're <laughs> they're they're a little less than 20 years away. They're yeah, they were actually making away. progressive steps towards. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're about 20... 25 years mm -hmm. away from it at this point. Yep. Um, 20, 20 to 30 in that range. Uh, Nintendo sponsored a Famicom golf tournament in Japan as a communication... Oh, I did say that already? Yep. 88. Uh, the company researched to develop the hands-free controller, making the NES accessible to even more Nintendo fans. The game library for the NES grew to 65 titles, helping to broaden the system's appeal to include more adults. Um, and that's something... Like we'll learn about uh, if we ever do like a, a Sega game or a Sega episode. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this is about the time that uh, Mortal Kombat started coming out, and Nintendo uh, also, I think it was in the late '90s, took on Mortal Kombat, but they removed the blood and they added sweat instead, so as to keep it PG. Um, yes, yeah, Sega was more. They were more. That's how they mm -hmm. combated against the the Mega Titan uh, uh, Nintendo. Nintendo was by gore, mm -hmm. because uh, I mean, fuck because it. Sony and Microsoft didn't step in until later. And the wasn't, that, it, yeah. They're coming. They're coming soon. Um, yeah. But we're not. That's what she said. But they're not. Uh, and Nintendo and Sega were the first to step into. We're it. not. We're not talking yeah. about them today. Yep. Yeah. Um, which would be the Dreamcast for for Sony and 
Um, um, and then they obviously the Xbox. They got Gamecast. Yeah, I got Game. He's a what? What do you mean? I got Gamecast. Well, there's there's GameCube and there's Dreamcast. Man, I got Gamecast. Can't afford it. <laughs> all right, man. All right. <laughs> Can't afford it. Can't afford it. <laughs> Uh, 89 uh, the Game Boy Terrible the first year. portable Off I know year. the worst year ever um, we, we I mean we skipped the worst year but this is the second worst uh, the, the first the worst portable year. handheld game system with interchangeable game cartridges introduced into Japan along with Tetris so the Game Boy showing up Pretty big deal. And Tetris was a big deal. Still actually is. No, there's people huge, love Tetris. It's a fun game. No, there's huge tournaments mm-hmm. of people competing yeah. against each other. The, the the world tournaments, it's yeah. fucking intense too. I've yeah. watched like full videos of them like going toe-to-toe from beginning to end, and it's, yeah, I'm that kind of a nerd. Um, <laughs> no, people fun. are impressive with it. Oh, dude. Way better at this than they it's ever It's like, holy shit. And, they're, and you can see like as the game goes on who the more skilled one is. It's, mm-hmm. it's. But it's like very minute. You'd have to be understand how games work. And this is also the people that you want packing your car for long trips. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety. Uh, <laughs> Japan <laughs> entered the sixteen bit market by releasing the Super Famicom in the autumn. Uh, game Boy was launched in Europe and established what would become known as the astronomical worldwide installed base for the Nintendo house handheld console. In June, Nintendo of Europe uh, was set up as a hold wholly owned subsidiary uh, subsidiary sorry Justin of Nintendo based on uh, Grossethem Germany based in Grossethem 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 I don't even know how they would pronounce it I'm not going to even give it a go 1992 Super Nintendo Entertainment System Super Famicom was launched in Europe in June the console went on to sell more than 46 million units worldwide. Japan saw the release of the Super of NES, Super Scope, and Mario Paint <laughs> with the Super <laughs> NES mouse accessory. The long-awaited Zelda sequel, Zelda, A Link to the Past, also arrived for the Super NES. The legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Show some fucking respect, Justin. 1993, the Super FX chip was announced. A breakthrough technology for home video Systems, the video first video, the first game using the Super FX chip, Star Wing, fun fun game, very fun game, was released in April. But I I get Mm -hmm. the appeal. Mm -hmm. Nintendo of the Netherlands was established, and Nintendo products, which had been previously distributed and managed by Bandai in the Netherlands, were handed over. Other subsidiaries were also established in France, UK, Spain, and Belgium and Austria. Best year ever, nineteen ninety four. You said that uh, we skipped over the real worst year ever, but it's right there, nineteen ninety four. No, we're we're doing the best year ever, nineteen ninety four. The Super (laughs) Game Boy accessory was released, expanding. I mean, this is fucking huge. Super awful. Uh, The the Super (laughs) Game Boy accessory was released, expanding the. The library of the game that could now be played Mm -hmm. in the Super NES. Nintendo helped pioneer and develop and implement the implementation of an industry-wide rating system in the United States. This year also saw the introduction of the game that would set a new standard in video game excellence uh, using advanced computer modeling, ACM, graphics. Donkey Kong Country took the U.S. holidays season by storm. Mm. 1995, which I've beaten. I, I, we talked about it. The first, uh, the only three. Donkey Kong Countries. Donkey Kong Countries. Well, Topical Freeze, Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country 2. I beat all three of those. Fun games. Uh, 95. Thanks to the success of Donkey Kong Country, AMC graphics were, ACM graphics, sorry, uh, were introduced to the Game Boy system by way of Donkey Kong Land, uh, along with the boost 
to the Game Boy system line, Nintendo also introduced the Play It Loud series of Game Boy systems with color casings. ACM Graphics made another appearance in the Super NES with the release of the arcade smash hit Killer Instinct. In Japan, Nintendo began selling the Satella View adapter for Super Famicom, enabling the system to receive digital information from a broadcast satellite. At the same time, Nintendo produced a 32-bit virtual immersion system known as the Virtual Boy. Nintendo enhanced the quality ACM graphics for the upcoming release of Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy Kong Quest and released Cruisin' USA and Killer Instinct in arcades. Cruisin' USA Classic. Nintendo produced its one billionth game cartridge. Damn. Damn. 1996. Nintendo 64 launched in Japan on 23rd June. Thousands lined up to be the first to experience the world's first 64-bit home video game system. More than 500,000 systems were sold on the first day. Another system launched occurred in early September when Nintendo introduced the Game Boy Pocket, a sleeker, 30% smaller version of the world's most popular handheld. Now, Brandon says Nintendo 64 is the greatest console of all time. Uh, obviously, when you talk about like gameplay and graphics stuff like that, the newer ones don't compare. But just like the impact it had on gaming and like how big of a jump it was for the time, it's hard to rival what 64 did. Yes. It was such a massive release yes. in, 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 in jump. Most most gamers would agree with my statement because of that fact alone. Yes. Um, for the time, it was untouchable. Mm-hmm. It was no, it was, was close, un- unthinkable. Yeah, it was, it was the the coup d'état. Yeah. People held on to their sixty fours for a long time. Still do. People love still do. my sixty four. Love the sixty four. Yeah. Love the sixty four. I fucking yep. bought one for the greatest game mm-hmm. ever made. You got to think about like all the games that we have now that like uh, that are huge, right? Like obviously the original Super Mario is was the original Super Mario, but Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros. Melee. I mean, and there's just, there's more of them. Um, Donkey Kong 64, Mario, Super Mario 64 were huge. There's just so many of them that came from the 64. Yep. Super Mario 64 was proclaimed by many as the greatest video game of all time. And it was pretty awesome. I like, I see the pictures like at, they have in Super Mario World where like the picture where you can jump into them. Super Mario 64 was the first one to do that. Okay, so there is another, I forgot about this game. The Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's tro- uh, Double Trouble. Never played it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is what is the release of the third game in, in the continued Donkey Kong series. And Pokemon was, Stadium was, was also same time. Pokemon Stadium was also a game that originated with the sixty four. Pokemon Stadium was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so fun game. So it fun probably game. doesn't hold up as much though now that I think about how you play it. Yeah. But it was fun for the time. Very no, fun. it was awesome. It was the first time you would could play Pokemon in that way. Yeah, you just you play any Pokemon you want mm-hmm. and go to stadiums and battle and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, uh, Pokemon a new. Gaming phenomenon on uh, the Game Boy was released in Japan on February 26th. Uh, and this is, yeah, because 96 was the year that red, blue, and yellow, or yeah, no, red, blue, and green came out. Yeah. Then the next year, 97, yellow came out. Yep. Po- game, Pokemon Yellow was, I mean, peak. 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 I also like silver and gold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really like ruby, emerald. Yeah, those, I mean, obviously they're all good. Sapphire. It just depends on where you ask. But like Pokemon which are, Yellow, which are was literally like, like the 
redone version of the original three. They're like yeah. the homage to the original three. They did after yeah. they add stuff and they the other was the first one that you could have Pikachu follow you around. That game was mm-hmm. so awesome. 97, in March, Nintendo 64 launched in Europe and sold 2.3 million in the first year. Nintendo introduced the Rumble Pack, which was awesome. I fucking love the Rumble Pack. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. Like, your controller would shake, and it was like a new thing. It was yeah. crazy. Brand new. <laughs> which enabled players to feel realistic vibrations contained in the game, which now was, like, laughable for the time. It was fucking amazing. It was brand new. It was so awesome. It was the newest thing ever. <laughs> it, was, it was very new, and it was very unthinkable. Like, yeah. Having the energy to do that and having the ability yep. to do that on time, queuing with the with game. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. 89. Nintendo introduced this Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Era, uh, 98. Did it say 89? Yep. <sighs> What's their visit that year? Yep. No, go ahead. Well, let's skip it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 98. Uh, Nintendo introduced Game Boy Color and the innovative devices Game Boy Camera and Printer, bringing a new life to a long running hit, hit in the history of interactive entertainment. Game Boy Color systems were cased in two brand new colors purple and clear purple. Uh, the highly anticipated The Legend of Zelda Ocarina Ooh, of Time for the such next a great release, game. setting new standards and breaking pre-order records for any video game today. So Ocarina I said, of Time and Majora's Mask. <sighs> yeah. So uh, uh, I would say Game Boy Color was what we Nintendo 64 was. Mm-hmm. I had the purple one. I used to share that meme where it's like that ass because the, the Game Boy Color would like pop out a little bit. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I love my Game Boy Color. I played yep. that. I would get sick on many road trip playing the hell out of a Game Boy mm-hmm. Color. Yeah, I get car sick too. Yeah. <laughs> Buses don't really do that to me, but cars, yeah, definitely. Oh, all the yeah. time. I'd yeah. be like feeling so woozy. I had my, my PS and, uh, and my PSP mm-hmm. and, uh, and I would like buses, I'd be fine, but in car rides, oh, I get so sick. Penis. Um, penis. Penis. Super pump. Penis, penis, super, or not, PSP penis. would be penis, penis super, super pump. pump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about pump, super penis? Mm-hmm. Or Green of Time, though. Or Green of Time. I actually didn't play it on the 64, mm. but. What's better, that or Majora's Mask? I've played both the games, the, re, the remastered. Mm. Um, What's better? I mean, both of them are like, you can, you can, time. You can meet people that would answer both. Uh, that would answer. You'd meet people that would answer Ocarina of Time. You meet people that would answer Majora's Mask. Twilight Princess. <laughs> Twilight Princess is actually fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I mean Breath of the Wild has probably stepped oh, up God. and blown them out of the water. Uh, um, it's it's a different game. It's a mm-hmm. completely different game. You can't. I I don't even classify them as the same thing. The only thing that's similar about them is they're from the Zelda universe. Yeah. Well, Ocarina of Time in Breath of the Wild, what they have over Majora's Mask is they they were just so huge for the time. Majora's Mask came after Ocarina of Time, so it didn't have... I mean, obviously, it was, like, so well, but it was a continuation yeah. as opposed to Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild being a, well, like, here we are. So the, the, the lore behind it is they're all different um, embodiments. They're... they're uh, um, so, like, Skyward Sword is the first living version of Zelda and, and Link. As Hyrule grow, uh, grows and time goes on, um, they they are what reincarnated. So they're all reincarnations of each other. Um, the only one is I can't remember what Breath of the Wild jumps off of. Um, I can't remember what game it is. Did I, the second one come out, Breath of the Wild Two? No, it hasn't came out yet. Oh, okay. Uh, back to I'll read this while you look that up. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a couple things. Nineteen ninety nine, the world ended. So that was kind of it for uh, 
for Nintendo. Y2K. I'm just kidding. 1999. Uh, we're party like in 1999. Nintendo released Pokemon throughout Europe on the 8th of October. Nintendo expanded the library of high-quality software with innovative titles such as Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Pinball, the latter including a built-in rumble feature. Pinball was okay. Pokemon Snap was pretty awesome. Hits such as Pokemon or Mario Golf, which they just released a new one recently. It's pretty cool. Donkey Kong 64 and Perfect Dark were launched. Perfect Dark, also a great game. Go ahead. Breath of the Wild 2 releases May 12, 2023. So this year. So pretty soon. Yeah, yep. and I'm, I'm buying Harry Potter Legacy. Already, and then Diablo 4 is coming out. We already pre-ordered it for kiddo, but we're not going to give it to her until her birthday. No, I bought it for myself because I'm a selfish We pre-ordered it with the expansion pack. Well, I have the deluxe version. But I don't know if your kids are into Harry Potter. Scar- Scarlet is like huge. That's her thing right now. Harry Potter loves it. So. But there is no multiplayer. There's no interactive play. Yep. They specifically made it so it's mm-hmm. only solo play NPCs. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, okay. It's the same with uh, the, the Mario game I'm playing right now. Also, during the with the Rapids, during the summer, the range of Game Boy Color, Colors, Casting expanded with red, green, yellow, and blue. Adding to the collection. I had a green one. I loved my green one, but the purple was always going to be like the, the OG. Nintendo first announced plans for a new system utilizing an IBM Gecko processor and Matsushita, Matsushita unique DVD technology. And DVDs were the shit. So, <laughs> Breath of the Wild. I'm trying to find out exactly like where, because it's a certain... Uh, variation of Link, a certain uh, incarnation of Link that that goes to sleep for a long time after Calamity Ganon wins, um, and it is it is the last of the line. So Skyward Sword would be the beginning of the of the timeline. Breath of the Wild is the end of the timeline. Yeah, um, but I'm just trying to Majora's Mask came out in 2000. So it's it's Majora's Mask was so fun. Just like the different masks, like all, it was such a fun game. So I think, yes, yeah, Majora Mask is a lot of fun. Um, in two thousand, I'm then, thinking, I'm thinking that that's where it started. That's that's the Zelda that, or the Link that goes to sleep is is the Majora's Masks. I think so. Was that the one with the flutes? No, that's Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah. it calls the bird over. And it yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. There's that a, one was fun. See, the then one you that, have the mask. The that might have been the put to put sleep as Ocarina Gosh, of Time. I, I, I haven't played these games in so damn mm-hmm. long. It's been a while. So in 2000, Nintendo Game Boy became the most popular selling console ever as sales surpassed 100 million. Meanwhile, the Pokemon franchise continued to be a worldwide phenomenon and has not stopped. Also, Nintendo celebrated its success with a limited edition release of Pikachu Nintendo 64. The N64 expanded its library of classics with hits such as Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, Ridge Racer 64, and Mario Tennis. Again, they just released a brand new Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, and Mario Soccer just got a brand new release this last year. Uh, The Nintendo of Netherlands office became responsible for both Belgium and the Netherlands market and changed its name to Nintendo Benelux. Meanwhile, the headquarters of Nintendo Co. LTD were relocated to Minami Ward, to the Minami Ward of Kyoto, Japan. Yeah. That's how you say that. What are you looking up now? I'm trying to find certain things. Because um... it's weird, because I'm thinking right now is the perfect time for... Oh. Uh, he forgot I was going to do it this episode. No, we talked about it. <laughs> for those it. of you that are confused, that noise means it's time for FTSOB. Which means, uh, fuck that ass butt. 
doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you don't make any sense. So FTSOB stands for figure that shit out, Brandon. We used to do this in much of episode, but it's been Fuck a while. that shit, but there he goes. It's, it still doesn't make any sense. So it's been a while since we've done an FTSOB. I wanted to bring it back. Fuck that shit often, boy. Mm. So if you don't know, that make sense? I'm going to read four facts to Brandon. One of them four. is not true. Four? I think it's two truths and a lie. This is FTSOB. It's not two truths and a lie. You fuck you. <laughs> FTSOB, USOB. Figure that shit out, Brandon. Uh, so there's going to be four of them. One of them is going to be not true. Brandon has to figure it out before the end of the episode. All right, here we go. Fact numero uno. Nintendo Entertainment System, or NES, held the record for the most sold consoles from its Japan release in 83 until 2006 when the Wii was released. Fact numero two. The original Donkey Kong arcade game was supposed to have Donkey Kong, technically Cranky Kong, or Mario. It wasn't supposed to have either of those. In fact, it was supposed to be an arcade game based on Popeye the Sailor. However, the licensing fell through and the characters needed to be created. Fact numero three. In a forgotten Mario game, Super Mario Sunshine, it is revealed that Princess Peach is the mother to none other than Bowser Jr. It was not received well and Mario has never really brought it up or acknowledged it again. Fact number four. Though longtime rival Sonic was forced to join Nintendo team alongside Mail in 2002 with Sonic Adventures 2, this happened when the Sega hardware business was canceled. I already know the answer. Only because I've played the game. You should have left one of them out. The other three. Maybe. But I mean, I guess that was a lie, so. Maybe. Maybe. I wouldn't be as confident as. Uh... Oh, I'm I'm confident. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. 2001. Brandon. If you will. Nintendo QK was established in January. And a new office opened in Slow Berkshire, UK. Uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver for Game Boy Color were simultaneously and successfully launched in Europe on 6th of April 2001. Over its launch weekend, 1 million units of Pokemon Gold and Silver were sold, making it the fastest-selling game ever in Europe. Game Boy Advanced launched on the 21st of March in Japan, 11th of June in the U.S., and the 22nd of June across Europe. It set the mark as the fastest-selling console ever with 500,000 units being sold within the first week Love in Europe. <laughs> Game Boy Advance launched successful uh, successes included first party favorites such as Mario Party or Mario Advance or Super Mario Advance, sorry, at F Zero Maximum Velocity. Nintendo GameCube was launched on the fourteenth of September in two thousand one. In uh, that's actually Greg uh, Salas's birthday, our stepbrother. Fourteenth mm. September. Uh, but he was born, also born in 94. Um, 10 days older than he is. Um, proud of his units. Proud of his um, in Japan. <laughs> anyway, September 14th, uh, 2001 in Japan and 18th of November in 2001 in America. And all 2.7 million units were shipped by December, of which 95% of them were sold. Um, the sales success of Luigi's Mansion and Super Mario's our Super Smash Bros. Melee marked both popular games as flagship titles for the console. We just mentioned the original was amazing. Yes, even and the Super third S- one's fucking a lot and of fun. Super Smash Bros. Melee was a great expansion to the first one. And and they just kept going with it. Um, yeah. 
I think that one was like, because the first one people really liked and then Melee set it over the top. Yeah. So Game Boy Advanced e-reader hardware launched in Japan on the 1st of December and brought a new meaning to portable gameplay. Different game information. Stored on an e-reader card could be swiped through the e-reader and transferred into a Game Boy Advanced. 2002, Nintendo Italia was established on 2nd of January and opened an office in Milan. Milan, darling. <laughs> Milan, Prague, shown Prague, Prague, Milan, darling, Milan. <laughs> Supermodels, nothing super about them. Uh, <laughs> Game Boy Advance, <laughs> now available in new black and platinum editions, smashed the five million hardware units barrier across Europe. <laughs> Pokemon Mini, the world's smallest console, was launched on the 15th of March across Europe with four titles, including Pokemon Mini Party and Pokemon Mini Pinball. Uh, Nintendo, Sega, and Namco announced joint development of 3D com- gra- computer graphic board Triforce on September 22nd of February for next generation arcade machine. Nintendo GameCube launches in Europe on the 3rd of May with 1 million units, a recommended retail price of 199 pounds and 20 launched titles. Since that time, it's been joined on the shelves by spectacular new Mario adventure, super Mario sunshine revolutionary wireless controller, Nintendo Wave Bird and over 100 titles of every genre and description. At the end of May, after 52 years, it's going to be May of the company Nintendo Co. Ltd. President Hiroshi Yamauchi, yep, Yamauchi, Yamushi, Yamushi, announced his retirement, naming Satoru Iwata, Satoru Iwata, Satoru, as Satoru Iwata, as a successor. By the end of 2002, more than 20. Five million Game Boy Advance units were in home around the world. 2003, in March, the Game Boy Advance SP was released, building on the massive success of the Game Boy Advance by adding a smart clamshell design. The new system was an instant success. March also saw the release of the stunning Metroid Prime, held by fans and critics alike as one of the best games for the Nintendo GameCube. In May, to celebrate the first birthday of the Nintendo GameCube, the eagerly awaited The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker arrived bringing one of Nintendo's flagship characters to the system in a striking cell shade style. Uh, Metroid Prime like was big, and then they kind of that was had a hit for it. It had another game really that, that was that was pretty lackluster. It was it was people who played it liked it, but it wasn't like a. It wasn't like oh shit, this didn't game. have the juice. Yeah, it yeah. didn't have the juice. They didn't have the juice behind it. They weren't proud of that unit. Nope. Any of those Gotta games. have the juice behind you, man. Powerful in June. People. The release of Game Boy Player for Nintendo GameCube meant that the game gamers would experience Game Boy and Game Boy Advance titles on their television sets. With the release of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire in July, the Pokemon phenomenon erupted for the first time in Game Boy, on Game Boy Advance. Makes sense. Mm. October saw the return of a well-loved franchise in the form of Mario Kart Double Dash for Nintendo GameCube. 2004, January saw the worldwide in- announcement of Nintendo's mystery system, the Nintendo DS, a dual-screen handheld with touchscreen technology. In the autumn, Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green are launched for the Game Boy Advanced, uh, which I also love those games very much. Uh, continuing the success of the Pokemon phenomena, 
Phenomena. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you get that one? Phenomena. Phenomena. Mm-hmm. Actually, Menomena. Mm-hmm. Menomena. You're the Muppets. Menomena. You're a Menomena. No? Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, 2004 also saw the arrival of many different special editions all released across Europe of the Game Boy Advance Tribal Edition in June. Uh, classic NES Edition in July, limited pink edition in October, Zelda limited edition in November, Mario limited edition also in November. Toward the end of the year, Nintendo DS was released in the US and in Japan to immediate success. The new dual screen system was fe- also featured wireless multiplayer, touchscreen technology, and backward compatibility with Game Boy Advance titles. 2005, on the 11th of March, the Nintendo DS was launched in Europe to immediate success. By June, the system had sold a million units through Europe. Meanwhile, Nintendo introduced the Game Boy Micro, measuring just 4 inches and 2 inches tall. I'm going to see Micro to me. <laughs> that didn't see Micro at all. That seems... It's like seems seems average. That was that was accessible. That's accessible size. As accessible and acceptable. That's it. Do you see this dog sleeping? Is that how he's asleep? He keeps fading in and out. (laughs) Yeah. Any two thousand six. Any ways. Two thousand and six. Pick up sticks. Nintendo DS rose to the top of the gaming world as the most popular portable console. Thanks to the games suitable for everyone. Players all over Europe made Animal Crossing Wild World, New Super Mario Bros, and Metroid Prime Hunter's best seller. Uh, Nintendo DS renewed its look in June with the Nintendo DS Lite, which featured brighter screens along with its slim design. The year ended with the launch of Wii, the new home console with its innovation control system found an audience with both Nintendo fans and those who didn't traditionally play video games. The console success is bloistered by titles such as Wii Sports and newest episodes in the Zelda series, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, which is a fantastic game. So Prior- Wii, Wii Sport has to be like one of the most most played games. Maybe not one of the best games, but like one of the most played games ever. Like it has got to be. Like who hasn't played Mario or Wii um, tennis or bowling. Like nothing to do with Mario. No, really hasn't played Wii tennis or bowling. I mean, it has to be one of the most played games ever. Yeah, I played it a lot. Uh, yeah. Prior to, I mean, I beat all of the the fencing, and mm-hmm. I got it so I can roll a strike every time in bowling. And I mean, like, I was just a, just just even with the connect. Like, I didn't even really play the connect a lot, but like the principle was very similar. And so I was just wrecking people. We'd play like as a family, and I would just, I would wreck. Mm-hmm. Even volleyball, I'd wreck. You want a piece? I'll give you a piece. Tennis. Play the freaking Tennis. fire, fire, oh, serve. Dude. We'd go, psh, I got that shit every time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, but, I mean, that game was I'd beat that too, so yeah. well played. Yeah. It, it was, was just played by everybody. Like, it was just something to fucking do, and it got you up and doing something and mm-hmm. playing a video game at the yeah. same time. So no, that's got to be one of the most And it was actually ever. shit on a lot, a lot. But it was also fucking a lot of fun. So go well, fuck it was shit on because it was like the those other devices were innovating and like with graphics. It was, just, it was sorry about that. It was like as bare graphic as you can get it. It was like as simplistic game as you can get it. But it was just like everybody played it. Everybody would you, played. Would it. you say it's like Bear Grylls? Uh no. Nope. Um, Twilight Princess. Twilight of the Princesses. Yeah, yeah very fantastic. Prior game. to the launch of Wii, Nintendo president set. 
Toru Iwata conducted a series of internal interviews with Nintendo staff as well as external development providing an in-depth look behind the scenes of the company and the process of bringing new hardware and software to the market. The Iwata Asks series of interviews would be continued in the years to come, often candidly revealing information about the inner workings of the company, both past and present. 2007, with Wii's emergency at the end of the 2006, the stage was set in 2007 for the arrival of a range of titles that took advantage of the system's unique capabilities and threw the door wide open to a whole new gaming audience. Games like WarioWare, Smooth Moves, Endless Ocean, and Big Brain Academy for Wii invited everyone to dive into the fun the fun regardless of previous experience while the rivals of super mario galaxy which is an amazing game yeah Metroid, I've, I've i've beaten super mario galaxy multiple times yeah, all super mario galaxy fans 2 will tell you that once. that's one of the better mario games they super mario galaxy might be my favorite mm-hmm. mario game yep and metroid prime 3 corruption brought cherished nintendo franchises back into being with into being with the addition of the new features only possible on Wii. i believe we no, I guess the GameCube has the disc, right? And then Wii has this, and then they went back to the cartridges for um, Switch. Switch, yep. Yeah, they had the little discs. Yeah, that was kind of what people like. Were remember like, Bionicle? They had those little the little discs that came with them. Yeah, and that was why a lot of or not a lot of, but there was a lot. There was some brands that did not want to work with. Or there was one in particular that didn't want to go to Nintendo because they didn't have a disc. Was it Final Fantasy? Yeah, I think Final Fantasy was going to go to Nintendo. But they opted to go with Sony PlayStation because Sony PlayStation had a disc that offered more uh, memory into one disc as opposed to the, the old cartridges that Nintendo was using at the time. Like if Final Fantasy had came out later, it would have been a Nintendo feature. Yeah. Yep. Fans of classic games rejoiced in September when the first Hanabi Festival was celebrated on virtual console. Millions of European Wii players could get their hands on titles like Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels for the very first time. As Hanabi Festival was saw the launch of gaming classics never before released in Europe. In April 2008? April 2008, Wii Fit and Wii Balance Board took Europe by storm, inviting whole families to have fun at home whilst becoming more aware of their personal fitness levels. Later so in Europe... We also had this as well. Later in the year, launch of Mario Kart Wii and Wii Will Accessory... This brought players of all ages and experience levels together for classic Mario Kart action. That was straightforward for beginners and gross for experts, and I would say that still remains true. Yes. Um, I will spank my six-year-old until I can't anymore in Mario (laughs) Kart. I dare him to try to beat me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The month of May saw the launch of WiiWare, a game download service that offered Wii owners access to a host of affordable and varied new titles that could be purchased from comfort of sofas via the Wii shop channel. What about people that were normal sized or even tall? No. Another new service, the Nintendo channel, was also launched on Wii, providing users with access to info, news, and interviews related to upcoming titles. In June, uh, Nintendo of Europe's website welcomed another country with the inclusion of South Africa, Closing the year with Animal Crossing. Let's go to the city. Uh, Connecting living rooms across the internet, uh, allowing players to talk to one another as they visited one another uh, or each other's towns in the game. I never Uh, got into Animal Crossing, but but I know it's huge. My wife loves it. She, she, yeah, she, she loves it. Yeah, she definitely. Yep. In March 2009, Nintendo uh, Ibrica SA. 
opened a branch south in Lisbon to provide marketing and communal service for Nintendo products in Portugal. Uh, during the same month, Nintendo also announced it had shipped its 100 millionth Nintendo DS system worldwide. Proud of those units. Worldwide. Uh, a month later, the Nintendo DS ranged, uh, range grew with the arrival of Nintendo DSi in Europe. The only handheld system included new camera and sound features that took the experience of using DS to the next level and made it an indispensable asset for those who picked one up. Another major new feature was the introduction of Nintendo DSiWare, um, allowing players to download an ever-growing range of games and applications to give their handheld an even more personal touch. Notable releases that gave players a platform uh, let their creative juices flow where Mario versus Donkey Kong mini minis March again that allowed players to create and share their own levels while uh, the free flip uh, flip note studio played the way paved the way for community of budding animators to share their handmade flip notes with the world. This would be like a predecessor to Mario maker, Mario maker two mm-hmm. in the summer of 2009 things really heated up with the launch of Wii Sports Resort, I also remember this game pretty well, accompanied by the Wii Motion Plus accessory for great improved motion. This is where you had like beach volleyball and things like that were introduced. Set of the sunny Woohoo Island Resort, players who experienced activities ranging from swords play to archery in in an unprecedented way thanks to the Wii Motion Plus. Later in the year, the game also became part of the limited edition Wii Sports Resort's pack featuring an all-black version of the Wii hardware little bit racist. Wii Fit returned in a new shape, the Wii Fit Plus, offering users more ways to monitor their fitness, the addition of calorie check tools, and the option of customizing workouts around a player's own personal needs ensured it was even more convenient for everyone to find their feet with the hit fitness software. Now, the new Wii, the new Switch Sport just came out at the end of last year. I've been wanting to get it. I haven't got it yet, but mm. it, it just came out. Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked into it. I've, there's other games I want to play. And yeah, it just, just, it just came out at the end of the last year's expansion and, of all. And this I will admit, D and D has like consumed a lot of your time. Consumed a lot of my free time. Yep. It is, and I don't even play it like once or twice a month. It's just doing research and looking things up, and I'm trying to create my own uh, uh, mini campaign, and that's taking a lot of time. Any who'sn't November saw the eagerly waited launch of new super mario bros we which offered the first four player experience in mario adventure letting experienced players help newcomers along as they stormed bowser's castle together catering for the continued expansion of the gaming audience as well as longtime mario fans you can play as toad and peach for the first time right that's what it was it was the first time uh to introduce super super guide features, which allowed players to struggle with a particular level to let Luigi finish the level for them, thus preventing them from getting stuck before seeing the end of the game. Yeah. Um, in 2010, noobs. Anyways, 2010, in January, Nintendo announced it would be, you got to do what everybody else says. Just get pissed off and rage until you actually fucking beat it. Um, <laughs> I like in the new one where, like, after you can't beat an episode, they give you the... The squirrel. Squirrel. The invisible squirrel. Yeah. Like, the, you can, like, fall off the edges still, but... yeah. Yeah, Mario 3D and mm. um, yeah, Mario 3D because I, yeah, I beat that one too. And Browser Fury, Browser Fury, beaten like 
five hours. Mm. Like something. It's something a fun game. I wish there was more to it. Yeah, it just wasn't very much. It yeah. is a fun game. It was very different uh, as far yeah. as Mario games go. Yeah. 2010, in January, Nintendo announced it would be distributing Monster Hunter Tree Try for yeah. Wii <laughs> in, in Europe. Europe as part of the ongoing efforts of providing strong third-party support for quality titles. With free online play and full Wii Speak support, the Japanese gaming phenomenon made its first entry on the Nintendo system. February saw the launch of limited edition pink Nintendo DSi bundle, including Nintendo Presents. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Um, Style Boutique? Style Boutique, the 2009 game that lets players experience the ins and outs of running their own fashion emporium. The Nintendo DS ranges of handheld systems were even larger in size in March when Nintendo DSi XL went on sale in Europe, including the features of the original DSi. The Nintendo DSi XL boosted larger screen or boasted larger screens, a wider viewing angle, making it suitable for players uh, gaming together, as well as large, larger, more comfortable stylus and pre-installed Nintendo DSiWare games and applications. Pokemon Heart Gold version and Pokemon Soul Silver version joined the system on shop shelves in the same month. Uh, while more bite-sized fun came in April with the release of WarioWare Do-It-Yourself for the Nintendo DS family and systems. Summer Gaming got off to a flying start with Super Mario Galaxy 2 on Wii. Uh, the sequel to the 2007 Mario Galaxy introduced a brand new power-ups, the return of Yoshi, and more gravity-based hijinks. And that's a big draw is that you have you have Yoshi. Now, I actually like the first one better, but Yoshi was cool to have in the second one. Uh, the, in August, Nintendo continued to expand the gaming population with the re- release of Art Academy learning painting and drawing techniques with the step-by-step training. Using the Nintendo DS touchscreen, even people who had never considered themselves artistic before would still yell at Justin for making that beep noise while we're in the middle of a show. Uh, No, before it could learn to create impressive works of art. On Wii, a Nintendo heroine uh, returned in September with Metroid, another M launched across Europe. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Scarlet is dancing out there. I was wondering what the thumping was. It's her her dancing. Yeah. So I was trying to just trying to get an answer. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously it's her dancing. All right, Justin. I just want to don't make ever sure. you doubt Scarlet again. I just want to make I sure. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> September saw another <laughs> gaming icon reach a milestone as Nintendo help me commence affiliations. <laughs> I'm blinking twice. <laughs> as Nintendo commenced celebrations for Mario's 25th anniversary. Anniversary. Yep. Marking a quarter of a century Anna, since the release. Anna adversary mm-hmm. of of <laughs> super mario bros in so japan Justin's adversary her name's anna the compa- that campaign the campaign yeah. campagned introduced several limited edition hardware bundles <laughs> released like to right celebrate mario's career career you sound like brandon right now you need to relax <laughs> the celebrations celebrations column col- <laughs> culminated thank you yeah, com- culminated <laughs> In the release, the release of Super Mario <laughs> All Stars 25th anniversary edition, which was a fun game too. You were about to Wii. say an adversary again, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> anniversary, anniversary. Yep. On we in December, Mario was joined on shop shelves by his old adversary. With the release of Donkey Kong Country returns on Wii. Yeah, adversary, obviously. Early 2001 saw the release of Nintendo 3DS, which allows users to use uh, to see stereoscopic 
3D visuals without you, <laughs> the need of special glasses. The system launched with a varied software lineup. This should give me a headache. I could not play it. Yeah. Um, including uh, Nintendo developed games, Pilot Wing Resorts, and Nintendo Dogs plus Cats. And its catalog expanded in May with Steel Driver and Dead or Alive Dimensions. Uh, Dead or Alive Bikini uh, Volleyball or whatever it was. Dead or Alive oh, Volleyball. Yeah. I don't know how many I rubbed out to that one. I can tell you. <laughs> I remember the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could I tell you how many I, how much I rubbed out? Dead or Alive Fighting too. If you know, you know. Uh, dead if or Alive Fighting too, man. Know. Holy shit. Yep. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, we owners were not left in the cold. With the it was release, as so. good. It was as good as uh, first two American Pies. Uh, you know which scenes? And um, <laughs> Nadia, Nadia, mm-hmm. and and the lesbians. Um, and American Pie le- too. We're yeah. not lesbians. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. not lesbians. You're not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, simpler time. Golly. Yeah, we owners uh, and, were not beer fest. Cold. You know which scene. Yep. Uh, scenes. There's multiple. Yep. Uh. With the release of Super Mario Sports Mix and Kirby's Epic Yarn in February, Nintendo continued to announce the offerings of Nintendo 3DS throughout the year, giving users access to innovative and unique gaming exclusive to Nintendo 3DS, virtual console classics, and over 1,000 DSiWare games with the launch of Nintendo eShop in June. The same month also gave Nintendo 3DS owners the opportunity to enjoy a fresh take on an old favorite in The Legend of Zelda or Green of Time 3D, mm-hmm. including a remastered graphics and new features such as boss challenge and motion controls. Yep. We owners were treated to one of the system's biggest games in August with the release of Xenoblade Chronicles, which they've, they're up to like, say, I don't know how many they're up to now. A bunch. Uh, the expensive role-playing game featuring an innovative combat system, a cast of unique characters, and a rich, compelling game world for players to explore. Nintendo DS owners one. would embark on a unique journey of their own in Inazuma 11, a blend of RPG and football level yeah, up to three. 5, developed of professional latent games. Level 3. Xeno yeah. Chronicle 3. Yeah, Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicle 3. Um, they're, yeah, they're up to the third one. Where are we at? Nintendo com- commemorates 25 years of The Legend of Zelda in 2011 with a range of activities throughout the year. In September, Nintendo made The Legend of Zelda Four Swords Anniversary Edition on DSiWare available for free for a limited time. And later in the year, London played host to the special one-off concert, The Legend of Zelda's 25th Anniversary Symphony Concert Tour. The anniversary celebration culminated with the November launch of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for, Sword for Wii along a special limited edition gold-colored Wii Remote Plus. I will say there's this lady that plays the violin with the Zelda. Oh, she's yeah, incredible. yeah. I know who you're talking about. She's Inc- fantastic. Incredible. Um, and then she has like, she's like in a girl band where they all play like instruments mm-hmm. and they're all fantastic. Mm-hmm. Super talented. There's just so much yeah. talented people. Yeah, yeah. Super incredible. She's, she's very awesome. beautiful. Girls play instrument, very beautiful mm-hmm. instruments. Very beautifully. It's yeah. very cool. Yep. <laughs> just um, look up, look up Zelda violin I, girl. Yeah, I'm sure on. you can, I'm sure it'll pop up. Yeah. I might yeah she's awesome. And November and December truly offered experiences for everyone. Mario took to Nintendo 3DS to discover new worlds in Super Mario 3D Land and race off the starting line in Mario Kart 7. Mario Kart 7 was probably the one... It was kind of skipped over Mario Kart because it was it was what didn't offer much from the last few. Yeah. While Professor Layton and Spectre's Call, Kirby's Adventure Wii, and Pool Blocks completed a year packed with a variety of innovative games that year. In 2011. 2012 was a landmark year for Nintendo, seeing the launch of a new home console, Wii U, and also a new handheld system, Nintendo 3D Mia Sano. XL. Yeah, Miyasano. That's who you're talking about, Mia right? Miyasano. 
that might be her. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I don't know if I've heard her with a band. Yeah, she plays with the other chicks. One's like a guitarist. One plays. Um... Oh god. Yeah, one plays a big old. Yeah, one plays a big old saxophone. That's her playing. That's the, that's the brass. Well, I'm thinking of her name is Lindsay Sterling. Um, this is her. She dresses up as as Lindsay. It'll play. And she just plays it kind of all over the place. And Taylor Davis. Lindsay Sterling and Taylor Davis. Mm. So, I mean, obviously there's multiple <laughs> very highly talented people. Mm. Um, I mean, it's a very well-known. I mean, because the game is just so legendary. And then the violin in it is very legendary. The yeah. violin, when played well, is beautiful. Yes. It's just not played well by many people. No. Because it's super it's difficult. Very difficult to do. Yes. There's no, there's no frets on a, yep. on a violin. Yep. Um, you have to just know where the sound is going to be on that mm. particular chord. And these, in particular, ladies are awesome yeah. at it. So like, she plays the band. It's like one plays the... the the saxophone, she plays the violin. What plays the saxophone? The, the, saxophone. Saxophone, saxophone. Saxophone. One plays the bagpipes, <laughs> and then one plays the guitar. Maybe I'm trying to remember. Um, but yeah. yeah, they're they're all super talented. Okay, back to Mom's Meets. The last story, an epic RPG from the creators of Final Fantasy, launched on Wii in February. The first European Nintendo Direct was also broadcast, connecting Nintendo with its fans to deliver new. News directly. In March, Mario Party 9. Uh, also kind of a skipped over Mario Party. It was good, but it was didn't offer much from the last ones. Yeah. Poke, Poke Park 2. Wonders Beyond entertained Wii owners. While Bit Park... Bit... Pit bursts back into the limelight on Nintendo 3DS in Kid Icarus Uprising. Um, and the Kid Icarus games are, are actually aren't too bad. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not for everybody. Yeah. But they're not bad. Uh, the first title in the Kid Icarus series in over 20 years yeah uh nintendo 3ds xl a new handheld system featuring the large largest screens yet found in nintendo portable consoles was released in july the summer also saw varied t- titles launched in succession the zany music uh, action of the beat beat the beat rhythm paradise and we uh the strategy pokemon contest our uh, conquest sorry and new art academy which continued to teach players a range of artistic skills. August, great month, <clears throat> uh, the worst month of the <clears throat> year, rounded out <clears throat> the launch of New Super Mario Bros. Two, which challenged players to reach a whopping one million gold coins. Uh, October saw the launch of some fan favorite portable offerings, such as Pokemon White version uh, Two and Pokemon Black version Two, arrived on Nintendo DS. While the puzzled professor returned to Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask on Nintendo 3DS. November 2012 heralded the launch of a new Nintendo uh, home console, Wii U. Nintendo's first high-definition home console boasted dual-screen gaming thanks to the Wii U gaming pad built-in screen, which opened up new gameplay possibilities and ways to interact in the home. And I would say this is the predecessor to the Switch. This is the... Yes. This leads directly... directly to the Switch. This this ties the Wii to the Switch. This is what makes things happen, right? Yeah. Um, Which opened up... And and so, like, I wasn't... I played the Wii U 
a little bit. Wasn't a, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But it, it without the Wii U, there's no Switch, yep. and the Switch is one of the best consoles. Made. It's it's like so as far as like innovation. Yeah, usability. we talk about Marvel, and there's movies that push the narrative forward, and there's other movies that are that are not great standalones. They're just to make the next one great. That's what the Wii U is. Yeah, they're they're uh, what do they call it? They it's um. I would say there's a term for it. Uh, Deposition. I'd say like Ant Man Two, Ant Man Mm. the Wasp. Yeah, which was a a good movie, but it was more for setting up future than it was itself. Yeah, Yeah. which is why Quantum Mania is like going to be so good. Anyways, back to I think that is the word I'm looking for. Anyways, um, uh, Wii U game bad felt the switch. Okay, so Wii U was backed up by a strong software lineup at a launch. Including new Super uh, Super Mario Bros. Uh, U and Nintendo Land. Super Mario Bros. U and Nintendo Land. Introducing new ways for friends and families to play together. <laughs> 2013, it was another year of innovative software in 2013 as Nintendo established strong software lineups across both Nintendo, 3DS, and Wii U. In March, Luigi's Mansion 2, a sequel to the original Nintendo GameCube launch titled was... Uh, was launched for Nintendo 3DS as part of the year of Luigi celebrating 30 years of Mario's younger brother. I actually love Luigi. Did you like the more Luigi's Mansion 2? I didn't play the first two. I only played only played uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. The first one was awesome, and I played the third one, but I've never got to play the second one. Mm, I only played the third one. So I wonder if the second I've, one was kind of fun. I am one rare ghost from 100%ing that game. Um, Nintendo also worked with TT Games to release two exclusive LEGO titles, LEGO City Undercover, on Wii U and prequel lego city undercover the chase begins on nintendo 3ds in april strategy came to nintendo 3ds in the form of fire emblem awakening and in may donkey kong country returns 3d launched donkey kong country returns 3d launch alongside nintendo eShop title mario and donkey kong minis on the move animal crossing new leaf arrived on nintendo 3ds in june giving players the chance to live life at their own pace as mayor of a town populated by quirky animals while the year luigi continued in full force in july with the release of mario luigi's dream team bros on nintendo 3ds new super luigi u on wii u and also the new super mario has luigi u on it as well you can you can do that version of it which is a little it's fun it's a different version but it's fun eagerly anticipated pikmin 3 the First wholly original entry in the first time strategy series in nearly 10 years also arrived on Wii U in Gulai. We should really do a um, uh, Mario and Luigi cosplay and go to Mario Luigi land. Because you'd be perfect Mario and I'd be perfect Luigi. Being it's a me, Mario. Be taller than you and younger than you. I re- actually, I like Luigi more than I like Mario. I've always liked Luigi oh, quite a bit. Uh, oh, no. I've always been a Toad fan. Oh, no. Oh, it's a me, a Mario. Yeah. I'm a Luigi number one. <laughs> Wahoo. Yeah. Wahoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a me, me, yeah. Mario. Here we go. Mario number one. Wahoo. <laughs> I told Coop, because the next episode, spoiler alert, it's going to be on Mario. Uh, I said, how offensive can we get with fake Italian accents. He's like, it's Italian. He's like, Brandon's going to get off the rails. I said, yes, he is. Yes, I am. Yes, he is. Uh, In in August, Nintendo released Wii U Mass Action Games, the wonderful 101 in collaboration with Platinum Games, Inc. And October brought experiences both new and nostalgic. On Wii U, The Legend of Zelda, The Windmaker HD was released. A high definition remaster of 2003's Nintendo GameCube classic. Me neither. Uh, This was followed up by the exclusive title in the Sonic the Hedgehog series, 
Sonic Lost World on Wii U and Nintendo 3DS while we party you and we karaoke you by sound Joy Sound brought a party atmosphere to round off October. I will say, Sonic, uh, there was one game, and I cannot for the life of remember which one it was, uh, Sonic, that I played that I really enjoyed. And I got, I never beat it, but I got very far in it. Um, yeah. And it's like, it, there's two sides of the game. There's one where you're like in this, uh, I can't remember the name of the city, but it's like lush and green, and you go and you beat these levels. And then there's the other side where you play, I believe it's Shadow or, or Silver. Can't remember which one. And you go to like this other world. It's like it's like the future and everything's falling. Yeah, there's apart. a Sonic fan listening. They know because they there's know. not a lot of them, and the ones that are diehard. Yeah, and I played it on the Xbox. If that helps any, like I think it was the 360 mm. or the original Xbox yeah. it was one of the two. Nintendo 2DS, a handheld with the ability to play all Nintendo 3DS titles in 2D, was introduced in October. So yes, if you guys do know, please write in. Yeah. It was accompanied by the launch of the yeah, new Brandon Pokemon. Bro 94 at gmail.com. B r a n d e n bro 94 at gmail.com. Yeah. You go ahead and just email or me. At right how over. Do we bought. Uh, the, the launch of the new or Pokemon titles. Yeah, that also works. Pokemon X and Pokemon Y, which gave players new Pokemon and new mysteries to discover in the spectacular Kalos region. In November, Super Mario 3D World. 3D World! The first Mario, high definition. Super Mario 3D, 3D World! World. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> such a fun game. I freaking, I really do enjoy that game. Uh, the first high-definition multiple 3D Mario platform game was released on Wii U. I like the Switch version. Me and my wife and daughter have played it a bunch. Yeah. So I, so speaking speaking of the, the Mario doing the... Super Mario! So, uh... uh <laughs> Super Mario... So, Super Mario Galaxy! Like yeah. that. I played it a long time ago. And then when I replayed it, when I heard yeah. that for the first time... Like they did the 3D pack for wow. the, 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 it was the <laughs> Mario 64, uh, Super Mario 64, um, Super Mario Sunshine and the Super Mario Galaxy, mm-hmm. the 3D 30 year anniversary pack. Um, when I heard that, I like, I got chills. I was like, oh, brings nostalgia. Yeah, Super Mario. Oh, so nostalgia yeah. is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first definition, so a trio of sports titles also arrived to warm players up in the cold winter months. Mario and Sonic at Sochi 2014 Winter Olympic Games. Awesome game. I'm just going to say the Super Mario and the Mario and Sonic Olympic Games are so much fun. If you want a family game <laughs> to play together, it is a, such a fun family game. I, I'm very meh with the, 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 the Olympics. I, I played mm-hmm. most of them. I just, eh, meh. You can't play it a lot. But if you're playing with a family, it is a very fun game to play with a family. We yeah. Fit You and We Sports Club. Nintendo I just 3DS. win all the time. It gets boring when you win too much. Oh, my land. <laughs> when you're playing against a six-year-old and a two-year-old, I'm sure you win a bunch. Hey, I, I used to beat up on Tayshawn and Jordan, too, and Bailey, and Antonio. It's not saying all that. I know. Although, uh, because although Bubba and Jordy are probably much better gamers oh, now. Oh, they were much more competition than the other two, but yeah. still... <laughs> Uh, like, Nintendo 3DS also in the year on a mad, high note. Big yeah. mad. I'm curious now. I'm sure he's a really good gamer now. Yeah, no, he's very good. He, yeah. I played uh, Apex with him for uh, for like that bit of time where I was playing Apex all the time. Yeah, he fucking guy rips. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, because also in November, The Legend of Zelda. So did Jordan for that matter. A Link Between Worlds were launched. Well, they started playing. They got obviously got older and played more. Uh, well, November released a home version of its Louvre Museum audio guide on Nintendo eShop named Nintendo 3D Guide Louvre. Yeah. Finally, the year was topped off with the release of Bravery Default. I believe it's Louvre. Louvre? 
It's Louvre. It's Louvre, it's how it's pronounced. A new Square <laughs> Enix RPG for Nintendo 3DS. 2014. <laughs> Nintendo continued to provide unique experiences to players all around the world in 2014, uh, launching engaging software throughout the year to create uh, for players all tastes and skill levels in that year of 2014. Uh, Mario Party Island Tours January launch uh, put a portable player party in the hands of Nintendo 3DS players, while February showcased the breadth of Nintendo's software offerings. With titles like Steel Driver, Sub Wars, uh, Inazumi's 11.3, Team Ogre Attack, and the return of a gaming icon in Donkey Kong Country Topical Freeze. More of Nintendo's big names continue to come out in force with Yoshi's New Island, Professor Layton vs. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, uh, Mario Golf World Tour, Kirby, the triple, uh, triple Deluxe, and Kid Icarus Uprising, all releasing in the first half of, of the year. May saw the highly anticipated release of Mario Kart 8 on Wii U. Um, Mario Kart which 8 is, is awesome on Switch. Not which great is, on yeah. Wii U. Same with like Tropical Freeze for Donkey Kong. Yeah. Um, so the first high-definition entry for the popular kart racing series launched to a new review scores uh, and sold over 1.2 million copies worldwide in the first weekend. Yeah. No, they came out on Wii U first, and then they got Yeah, the same with Tropical Freeze. They just yeah. It was an expansion. So it was the same thing, but like a little bit more for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, Yoshi's New Island, I've heard amazing things, never played it. Yeah, same. I've watched video gameplay on it. It's actually mm. really cool. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard not great things about not it. Not for me. It's... it's yep. It, that one was good for more like kids and girls, like mm-hmm. it felt like. And same with like um, the Paper Mario. Yeah. I would say it's like about the we'll same talk about thing. more about Mario's in the next next one. Yeah. Uh, the release of Pool Blocks World offered a hundreds of brain teasers for Wii U fans over the summer. When Nintendo 3DS players explored their social, creative, and artistic sides with titles like Tamagotchi, is that the Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi Life. Life. Chibi, Chibi Robo. Yeah. Let's go photo. And Pokemon Art Academy, and I apologize if I butchered all of that. I also I don't speak that, that tongue. Uh, in September, Wii U Japanese, players. I read. I, I watch a lot of Japanese stuff, but I have to read some. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, in September, Wii U players were charging into epic battles with the Legend of Zelda character in Hyrule Warriors, before being dazzled by climatic actions of Wii U exclusive Bayonet Two, which was released in October. Meanwhile, 3DS owners were enjoying Level 5's stellar action RPG Fantasy Life, exploring a whole new world in Disney Magical World and setting scores world. in Super Smash Bros. It's a whole new No. <laughs> For Nintendo 3DS, the portable iteration of the fan favorite fighting series in november uh pokemon omega ruby and pokemon alpha sapphire arrived in nintendo 3ds to provide a fresh take on the classic adventure while ultimate uh, ness remix new add-on content for mario kart 8 and the much anticipated release of super smash bros for wii u kept players busy long enough long into the winter months even those curious creatures known as pikmin were thrust into the spotlight to star in Pikmin short movies. The trio of short animated movies w- uh, could be downloaded uh, by from Nintendo eShop and enjoyed in glorious HD on Wii U, dazzling 3D on Nintendo 3DS. Finally, 
Nintendo rounded out 2014 with launch of Amiibo uh, with iconic characters such as Mario, Link, Donkey Kong, and Samus available at launch. These interactive figure figures and later cards work with select software and encompasses some of Nintendo's best loved world of characters. In 2015, Nintendo continued to surprise and delight fans with strong software lineup that uh, leveraged innovative takes on well-known franchises. Nintendo's most iconic game series was the center of attention throughout the year as the original Super Mario Bros. marketed its 30th anniversary. As part of the celebration, Nintendo launched its Let's Go Let's Super Mario campaign, encouraging fans to create the and submit, showing their love of Mario. For the first time ever, Toad started his very own adventure when Captain Toad Treasure Tracker launched in Wii U in January. While February saw the arrival of two new additions to the Nintendo and 3DS family and system uh, of systems, new Nintendo 3DS and new Nintendo 3DS XL, uh, each in introduce a number of enchantments. Three's households were accompanied by the launch of Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D, a full remaster of the fan favorite 64 game. Majora's Mar- Mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario Party 10 arrived on Wii U in March, bringing it the first wave of Amiibo cre- figures in Super Mario Collection. Xenoblade Chronicles 3D put a sprawling... Th- RPG adventure in players' pockets in April, thanks to the enhanced processing power of the 3DS and the new 3DS XL. May saw Wii U owners restoring Dreamland to its colorful uh, best in Kirby and Rainbow uh, paintbrush, then splattering ink and claiming turf in Nintendo's co- uh, colorful new title, Splatoon. The fresh take on online player shooter proved to be a massive hit, selling 1 million copies worldwide in the first month. Nintendo cut off summer period in June with the release of utterly adorable Yoshi's Woolly, uh, Woolly World for Wii U, which launched alongside three equal cute yarn Yoshi Amiibos. Uh, in September, uh, Tisami, or Sasami, Kusami, Tusami, Tatsumi, yeah, Tatsumi, yeah, Tatsumi, Kamiyashi, Kashimi. Kimishi. Kimishima. Kimishima. Japanese. Uh, took Kimishima. office Kimishima. as president of Nintendo yeah, Company yeah. Limited. Meanwhile, Mario fans were given the chance to craft their course of the dreams to share with others. While Super Mario Maker arrived on Wii U by the end of the month, sales had already reached 1 million globally. October brought innovative takes on the classic series for Nintendo 3DS and the cooperative multiplayer adventures legend of zelda triforce heroes as well as animal crossing happy home designer was introduced the first series of animal crossing amiibo cards uh november served up multiplayer fun for wii u with the release of mario tennis ultimate smash and uh animal crossing amiibo festival nintendo then rounded out the year with two epic rpg adventures nintendo 3ds owners embarked on a hilarious mixed up mix uh quest between mario and luigi paper uh paper Paper Jambros, while you dro- owners drove to the massive open world of Xenoblade Chronicles uh, 10. So, um, this is like the last of what I can find of like hard information. All the rest I'd have to compile and all that stuff, and I didn't have time. It was a very long week. Mm. But what I could tell you is uh, the Switch uh, released. Hold on. I want to say like 2016. Which, which Switch is which? Did the Switch. Hold on. Um, so in 2016, yeah. So I, that's why I, I did look it up. I just, I didn't have it 
have it on my home computer. I had that. I just didn't put it into the notes because I'm a poor pendejo or, or a dummy. Um, so October 20th, 2016. So uh, when this, this, uh, this movie, Switch game console. Yeah. The uh, here it is. Uh, the 2017. Yeah, so March 3rd, 2017. I was like, wait, I, I remember it being October. Um, so, uh, yeah, October 2017, uh, or October, goddamn, March 3rd, 2017, uh, the Switch came, comes out, and we have re-releases of a lot of games, but we also get introduced to uh, the, the new Animal Crossing game. Um, we see some, like, uh, crossover games with, like, The Witcher, and um, other other games are coming into play uh, around this point. This the new Smash Bros. Melee, right? They, that comes out on the Switch. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, they Mario remaster Party some games. The the Mario Party Superstars we were talking about. They all come out during this uh, during Bowser's that those, these last few years, last five years. Uh, Bowser's Fury, Mario 3D. Yeah. Um, so this will be the seventh year for Switch, right? Uh, and I, and so I just looked it up. The, 2017 be the fifth year. Um. Well, six year. Six year. It'd be six year. So, and I just looked it up. There's no immediate announcement for a new console. Like, they've updated bits and pieces of the Switch. They've done, like, the Switch Lite and everything, and they've added, like, different features. We'll talk more about in the Mario, because it's more Mario-centric. But right now they're saying, like, a year ago or two years ago, they said it's the middle of its life cycle. So where they were, like, releasing new consoles, where it seemed frequently, I think uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Nintendo were kind of settling into what they like, and I don't know if we're going to get too big of a a jump anytime soon. No, um, and it, and it seems that um, that Microsoft is leaning harder into their PC world because they're learning a, learn a lot of people play PC and they can just hook their controllers up to it yeah. um, for a lot of games, not all of them. Yep. Um, they still can do Xbox, but the PC is where Microsoft really does well. It does a lot of money. There's a lot more sales mm-hmm. in PCs than anything else. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for for multitude of reasons. Well, and gamers will tell you that PCs version is better. Way better. Way mm-hmm. better. The 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 graphics are better even at, at lower end PCs. It's also quicker reaction time. Mm-hmm. Da- mm-hmm. Faster downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well, just, you can just have way more power than a small console, which makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> It's 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 just it's just better. I have switched from a console. I don't even know. I don't even remember where I put my Xbox One uh, S. I didn't even go to a. Uh, why would I go to an Xbox Series X when I have a PC? You know. Um, and then why it's get a PC? Why why get a, a PlayStation when they're going to open up the games that I would want to play anyways, which are God of Wars, right? They're going to start opening those up so you can play them on any console. And I, they might have already done that. I just haven't got to the point where I can play them. A lot of game. A lot of uh, games are they're they're not becoming. I mean, obviously, Mario is going to be Mario. It's going to be Nintendo, and Halo will probably stay with Microsoft. But a lot of them are opening up to all consoles. Well, well yeah, they're opening. They're they're not they're not becoming exclusives anymore. They they're going to have some exclusives, but they're bigger names. They they realize they can sell more if they yeah. sold them more consoles. It makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I uh, I just thought it was more cool instead of doing money to do uh uh how many things were made. So um how many consoles were sold and how many games were made from these companies per country. So the U S they made 7,954 games. Nintendo did. Um, They developed that many games and Japan developed for Japan specifically. And I got to imagine there's a lot of uh, overlap, but the language and everything. So they, they developed 7,891 games 
Um, and again, there's probably a lot of overlap between the U.S. and international and Japan's uh, uh, game makeage, but this is what was developed and released to these countries and and, and yeah. the amount of... So there's more total so, games in the U.S. than there is... Anywhere else. So yeah. international, they've sell, sold 7,476. So like Japan, they only have like a little bit less than the U.S. and then the About international 60. has like way less. Mm-hmm. 63. Yeah, so... Um, Console sold, uh, and I don't know if it was if this was just a switch, but I was looking up. I was looking it up further, and it seems like it was all of them total, which is eight hundred and sixty three thousand and point oh seven million. So eight hundred and sixty three million and seventy thousand, roughly consoles. Yeah. And Nintendo, uh, pretty popular, uh, and shocker to a lot of people. Yeah, blowing their mind right now. People like the Nintendo. Yeah. Okay, so. let's finish this FTSOB and let's get out of this episodio. Okay, fact number one. Nintendo Entertainment System, or NES, held the record for the most consoles sold from its Japan release in 83 until 2006 when the Wii was released. Fact number two. In a forgotten Mario game, Super Mario Sunshine, it is revealed that Princess Peach is the mother to none other than Bowser Jr. It's now well received and Nintendo had not brought it up or acknowledged it again. Fact number three. The original Donkey Kong arcade game was not supposed to have Donkey Kong, it's technically Cranky Kong, or Mario. In fact, it was supposed to be an arcade game based on Popeye the Sailor. However, licensing fell through and the characters needed to be created. Fact number four. Though longtime rivals, Sonic was forced to join Nintendo team alongside Mario in 2002 with Sonic Adventure 2. This happened when the saga Sega hardware business was canceled. So, it's the it's the Sunshine one, and, and it's because... Um, he calls her mama and it's because Bowser tells her that he's mama, but she's not. And you find out that throughout the game as you play it. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. I know. Cause he does tell her that he is mama. Like she tries he, Bowser tries to convince the whole game is based on Bowser trying to convince Bowser jr. It's just unfortunate for you. I've played the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't played the game, yeah. I would have been like, I don't fucking know. I, yeah. I might've gone for the Popeye one. That was um, my, your pin. If, if you would say, yeah, yeah, because that's a, that is true. That is a that is a, yeah. was super interesting for me to find out. And if if I didn't know that, like I said, if I didn't know the sunshine one was a lie, because because I know how the game plays. Yeah, I've played it. Uh, it's not my favorite Mario. <laughs> but so so as no, it was not a well liked game. No, that's why it was it was a forgotten it's, game. It's it's clunky. It's rough. The the, the people don't are like the whole rough. Bowser Junior and Peach mama thing either oh i yeah, actually that didn't bother me as much because yeah. like bowser would for sure lie and say that and, and he would be trying to get you yeah. know whatever he can yeah but it's just the way they they went about it people just didn't like it the game was not well received it's just not great that's why there was never a mario sunshine 2 it was kind of uh, it's not even talked about really yeah uh, brandon just happened to play that one <laughs> yeah uh, but no, this was like the, the uh, I played a lot of Mario, yeah, a lot of Mario games. So yep. you you had a very low chance of like finding. Something. But that one was like really cool to me though. The Donkey Kong like, apparently. So whenever the Nintendo was made, right? Nintendo was made eighteen eighty nine. It was built up. Uh, Popeye Sailor Man was made in nineteen twenty four and became more popular. Mm-hmm. When it moved to New York, the head of the headquarters in New York was a huge Popeye the Sailor Man. And when they were developing an arcade game because of the popularity of Popeye and because he was a big fan of Popeye, they wanted to make that the first game where that the big gruff guy, I forget his name, would take olive oil 
take her up to the top, and then Popeye was going to make his way up and jump over barrels because it looks just like a sea. If anyone watched Popeye, it's really similar. It has the beams for a sailor. It has the barrels, everything. It was developed specifically for Popeye. And then the licensing fell through the last second. The, the, the owners of Popeye decided they didn't want anything to do with it. It left them in a panic. So they had to create characters. It Big was easy mistake. To a, a monkey <laughs> or a gorilla, right? Um, no, he's a... What is Donkey Kong? Is he he's a gorilla. He's a gorilla? Yeah. Yeah. So they... they they had to think of something quick, and he's like, because he's a big, gruff guy from Popeye, yeah. with a hairy guy. Okay, let's make him into a gorilla. Hey, he's not a silverback, but he's a gorilla. Yep. And then they were like, we need another guy that's that's like Popeye, but they didn't know what to do. They ended up with coming up with Mario, Jumpman initially, and then they rechanged the name to Mario when it came to America. Um, and yeah, the, the rest, New York, the New York land landlord. Mm, yep. It's a me, Mario. And the rest, as they say, is history. Yep. Um, yep. And we will get into the voice actor of Mario in the next episode, and that. That whole oh no develop- <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> yeah he does he does Mario Luigi yeah. Wario Luigi uh War Luigi War Luigi Luigi <laughs> yeah he does he does uh like yeah he gets all he does a lot of fucking voices for them um it, it in here we go here we go yeah it's like <laughs> 30, 40 years fifty yeah. years I don't know like a long time Chris been- Pratt. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, it's. I don't know if I'm gonna. I'll get used to it. I guess. People love Charlie Day's Luigi though. Yeah, which just made and they love. Uh, well, fucking actually, Jack Black does a really good Bowser. Oh, an amazing Bowser, you can't tell. But Jack Black is like a trained voice actor. I don't know if the other ones are. No. Because Michael Keegan Key actually does pretty well as Toad too. Yes, I think he does a really good job. Yeah. But but it's Jack Black. People think because he's like funny. It's like Robin Williams because the funny side of it, they forget like how well trained of an actor and like how intelligent yes. those guys are. Well, and like <laughs> I, I don't know, I'd be interested in looking up in how classically trained uh, Jack Black is, or just how much he just did himself. I think it's a mixture of both. He's also like super intelligent. We talked about like his, his lineage, his mom, his mom is a, a legitimate yeah. genius, yeah. a legitimate Mensa genius, uh, and a hero, and yeah. a hero. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, thank you, Miss Black. Uh, yeah. Thank you for your service. Um, yeah. To, to just a humankind. But it's cool. He, no, he, I'm excited. For, I'm excited for so much of that movie. Yeah. Um, no, um, it's, I'm looking forward to it. My, my, like I said, my six year old, I don't know about your seven year old, but yes. um, they, they have both insisted that we take them to the movies when it comes out. He, he is, he wants to take his mom. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to take dad. He wants to take mom. <laughs> he wants to take mom. I love Milo. Yeah. And I hey, told we were, him that's just fine. We were walking out of the school yesterday. And um, him and Scarlett take off running, and I'm walking ahead, and I and I hear Alexis kind of wrestling with Kay. Kay, just don't run too fast. And he comes running around, Uncle! <laughs> <laughs> Picked him up for a little bit, and then he's like, he gave me a hug, and then he's like, all right, wiggled yeah. to get free. Yeah, he does that. He does yeah. that little shuffle. Yep. Does a hip and yep. arm shuffle. I and don't then, know. What th- then he went running after his <laughs> his brother and cousin, uh-huh. and as he turned, I was like, he's going to fall, and Alexis too. He's like, he's And he did like the, like he hit, and then like the little kid, like slow motion, roll over onto the back, like super slow. And yeah. like the look up in the face, like it wasn't a very hard tumble at all. No, but it was just a slow motion baby. Yeah. If you've seen it, you know it. Yeah. And, and I've then, seen it. And, and I, I was it. like, you're good, buddy. Keep going. And Alexis is like, it's like, yeah, you're fine. Look, you're okay. And he gets up and goes, and then he goes running back. <laughs> <him again. laughs> and then we're walking and uh, he's, he's basically asking, how should I feel about this? Yeah. <laughs> and Alexis picks him up and they go to the car and then Milo's walking and he keeps walking with us. Cause he's sitting there, him and Scarlett doing the Patucci butt thing. Uh-huh. And, then, mm-hmm. and then he goes, mom, mommy, mom. And Alexis is like right there. Yeah. Right. If he had just turned to his right, he would yeah. have seen her. And we're like, he's right there. And he's like panicking. Yeah. And then she goes, Milo up right here. 
oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just a hilarious interaction with my nephews. They crack me up. They're they're so frustrating. (laughs) They're so funny. Kay thinks he's cute. He gets away with everything. Yep. He's a little menace. He's an absolute (laughs) monster. I call him monster. I'll say, hey, monster, and he'll come around the corner. Yep. Oh, he's a little menace. Who knows who the monster is? Yep. And Milo is so much like Brandon. (laughs) He's much sweeter than me. That boy is very kind. Very, very sweet. Yes, he's very sweet. Holy crap, that kid's very kind. It's it's like, I, I'm like, dude, come on. But he's so much like you. Yeah. He's very much like Brad. It's frustrating. It's frustratingly like me. Frustrating. Uh, frustrating. 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 All right, guys. I got to get out of here because I got to take a massive deuce. Um, I got to go to bed. And Justin needs sleep. So uh, much love. Thank you for this episode. Uh, we will see you on the next one. Yeah. Love you, Coop.